The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up, Brigade? How are you on a Monday? It is the Bostonian versus the book. I got back-to-back good night sleeps. Watch the fuck out today. Whoa! I'm ready to go today. Keith, there's Harry coming in in like 20 minutes. Dave Sherrip and Matt Peralt, we are rocking on Whoa. this Monday. Picked a good day to watch. Good yes, day to be on live today. Yes, I got a lot to say. Every day. Hey, let's go. Where's How your, are you? Where's your Bruins hat? I can't <laughs> see. You, where's your Bruins hat today? It's okay. It's okay. I got to go. I got so much stuff going on today. I got to go teach a class. I got to go see my aunt and uncle. Nobody gives a shit about well, a new hat. hat today. I got to look good today. I got to have the hair done today. So I can't wear a hat because I have no time to shower after the show like I normally would do. I literally got to pick everything up and I got to run out of here. So I got to go. I got to look. I got, I got my whole outfit out there already ironed and done. And today's a mess. But I'm so, in a good mood. So. Welcome to everybody here watching the show live. And again, you can watch the show, like you say, for the night hours later on Sports Grid. <laughs> we'll recap everything we did all weekend. Ooh. We spent way too much time together, you and I. I mean, driving to and you and called from... me last night. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you calling me last night for? <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes when I think of something, I got to yeah, yeah. tell you right then because I'll forget. Yeah, and, and now we got to explain you know, we, we'll explain the UFC and what we did and what a cool event that was for us personally, yeah. as well as what it's like to be at the event. And then Sunday, um, you know, Bet Fred guys hooked us up in their suite and we went to the game. The Knights played the Canadians. 100% can confirm that there is blue in the Canadians uniform, but Matt There's doesn't blue. like the There's baby, not baby blue. Baby blue. There's not baby blue he's in the Canadians. To this, people, look, he's still. There's no baby blue. There is dark navy blue, blue in the logo. There's no baby blue in the Canadians logo. How about that guy that was in the the, the, the section <laughs> next to us with that colored jersey? And we're going to get to that in a second. There's a Canadians jersey throwback. Ooh. It's worse than the Steelers bumblebee jersey. It's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> but the event was fun, yeah. and and we got to see some people there about some things and, and, yeah. and had a great time. So thank you to those guys. And, um, you know, the brigade got to follow along with us both on the socials in the discord. Again, where's the discord. If you want to join it, tell them what the top bbbshow.com slash chat. See, he knows it. <laughs> he even knows the math people. I mean, he does. He, he knows the fucking I'm not math. good at it, but I do. I do That's when fine. I, when I do it right. Don't correct me when I do it right. It was very, it was, there, there was so much fun and, and we'll get to all of it. People had bets on, you know, Saturday and on Sunday, but like sitting with you when the game went over in the hockey game was actually pretty funny. Like that was actually like, cause you stood up in Vegas Oh yeah. when the Canadians scored both like, their yeah. second and their third goal. And I'm like, boy, I'm glad we're in the, we're in the box here because 
there's a lot of people looking like, why is he cheering? And then the guy behind said, <laughs> you know, other. did you have the, did you have the over? Uh-huh. And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and the kid goes, Oh, well, I, mean, I had the under and I'm like, oh, Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to step on your bet. Sorry. I had the over. Sorry. Yeah. That was, that was fun. Cause I, it's like, there were people in there that like, in Vegas, that people understand at least, but like Vegas Golden Knights fans, I don't know. I've never seen like a Golden Knight fan get really angry. It's nice. Like when you go as an opposing fan, it's really a comfortable environment. No one really talks a lot of trash. It's how it should be. You right. Go to a game. You enjoy yourself. I cheer for my team. You cheer for your team. Whoever wins, I, wins. I can't believe, and I'm going to save it for the best thing about today at the end of okay. the show about um, the trip to the bathroom. Um, when I was in the bathroom and I heard, the conversation oh, outside the bathroom. I'm like, this trip. cannot possibly like, be bathroom? happening. <laughs> yes, that was this fun. cannot possibly be happening. But it, yeah. you might be the amount of people <laughs> that are coming into our lives, yeah. not just from Boston, not just from Pittsburgh, where we're both from, and mm. not just from Vegas, where we live, but we're sitting at the hockey game. And the guy, Brent, yeah. the, the, Went to Alabama, and he had a friend there who also went to Alabama, and you guys are comparing. But hold on. And then the third person was, was who from worked, Iowa. He worked for Iowa State. He worked for Fred Hoiberg when T.J. Otzenberger was there. Yeah. T.J. Otzenberger, former coach of UNLV, but I met T.J. when he was in Des Moines under the Greg McDermott staff. Yeah. Then Greg went to Creighton, and Greg McDermott, currently the head coach of the Creighton Blue Jays. So just to tie the whole thing together. <laughs> I was like, this can't be happening. I turned around. I said, are you guys just making this shit up? Like, <laughs> seriously, you know, it's fun. And, and we talked about Alabama. We got to hear about stuff then. And now we started talking about basketball. Sports are tremendous, man. It yeah. brings us together in so many ways, more than the bets. I Absolutely. keep telling people that it's more than the bets. The bets are the icing. The sports is the cake. Is there a drink people from Pittsburgh, like Yingling is Yingling. Like, does everyone drink Yingling in Pennsylvania when you were growing up? When I was growing up, it was iron city, okay. iron city beer. Um, everyone from Iowa drinks Bud Light. Our boy was crushing Bud, Bud Light. See, I, I've never seen anybody, the Midwest, Nebraska and Iowa. I would love to find out what per capita Bud Light sales in Iowa and Nebraska actually account for their overall generation of revenue. Did they sell the beer at the come and go? Oh yeah. They sell the 24 suitcase that I've seen my friends take double handle out and come come out with double. They call them blue yummies. (laughs) Blue what? Blue yummies. You get a yummy at the come and go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A blue yummy at the come and go. Uh Uh-huh. Can't wait to go visit the come and go. Two suitcases. If you're there, you better pick me up at the airport if we come to Iowa. I'm telling you right now. I just, it's it's just, he was drinking. I just started laughing. I was like, that's all you guys drink. You guys hammer Bud Lights. Absolutely. When, like this weekend in Kansas City, the Iowa State fans will drink KC dry of Bud Light. Really? Straight up. Yeah, they will drink the whole city dry. It'll be there'll be none left when they leave. Whatever how long Iowa State fans stick around in you know the power and light district in Kansas City, they will drink the town dry of Bud Light. It's a riot. Wow. <laughs> it's the go-to drink for Iowa State I mean, fans. There's Miller Light, there's Coors Light, and there's Bud Light. And Bud yeah. Light is the Midwest thing you're saying? 
Bud Light is what they drink. Yeah, they kill Bud Lights for whatever reason. That's their drink. Okay. Either it goes down smooth or it's good for tailgating or it's good with barbecue. I don't know, but that's the Nebraska, Iowa beer of choice. Especially Guys, Iowa. if you're in here watching the show right now, put whether you, if you had to pick one of the three, oh. is it Bud Light, Coors Light, or Miller Light? Just put that's, it in there. One word. I don't need no explanation. I'm a Coors Light guy. I, I would go with a three. Coors Light is the worst. No, not in the summertime. It's not. Coors Light's what? great. In, oh, on a boat, Coors Light's great. My God. Great. I can't drink beer anymore, so I have to drink liquor. So that's what I drink. But I'm I'm, I'm required to drink the hard stuff. But Chicago. So, uh, Connor Winsky says Chicago is Miller Light. Interesting. Miller. Yeah, I don't know. Well, isn't Miller Light a Milwaukee thing? Because it's made in Milwaukee? Miller Light, Surpri- yeah. I'm surprised know. Chicago would go down that road. So figure Chicago would. tastes great. I don't know. I don't know. I've don't never know. been drunk via Heineken. <laughs> I think it's impossible. <laughs> really? That Heineken? I don't know. That leaves a taste after. Heineken Light? You ever had that? No. That is, don't. That is Why? Not a, that is not a fun drink. Isn't it's Heineken enough? What do you need Heineken Light for? Agreed. Oh, Bush Light's there too. No, it's Bush Light and Bud Light. I mean, people I know drink a lot of Bud Light, but Bush Light's definitely one of the two. Too. Bush Light. Depends if you're a NASCAR fan. NASCAR fans, Bush Light definitely is a NASCAR fan thing. Yeah, that's a definitely. But the blue yummy is Bud Light because it's blue. Bush is also a little bit blue, but the can's more blue for Bud Light. So both of them. Yeah, <laughs> Bud Light and Bush Light. Shout out to, to Timmy Baseball, Timmy Santos, and Big Irv Gotti. Happy yeah. birthday to Big Irv. Nice. Uh, he's up there close to the 80, fighting every day to stay alive and fighting Amen, every man. day to just live another day. I, I just wanted to recognize both him and Timmy. Um, we are going to play golf. I, 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 I told Irv G, I said, we're either going up there. They want to come to Vegas, do one last trip together, father and son, they said, and you come here, man. You got a round of golf on me at one hundred percent. Beer sucks. End of post. Beer mug. Fair. I can't. I love beer. No, I I, I love beer. Yeah. I, I can't drink it. It sucks. I can't. Drink I it. had to have one yesterday just to just not have another damn diet coke. Oh, I, I felt like between the <laughs> UFC on Saturday, There's we water were there the know. whole day. There is I water. Drank by more the way. water. <laughs> And Diet Coke on Saturday, I felt like a balloon when I went home. <laughs> and then on Sunday, we show up at the game, and I'm like, oh, they stocked this whole thing with yeah. regular Coke, regular Sprite, and Diet Coke again. I'm like, all right, I had a couple waters, and I had to go to the bathroom. And, of course, I started again. I'm like, more Diet Coke. So between the second and third period, while they were shooting that thing in between periods, I said, you know what? I'm going to have one Bud Light. Mm. Jessica, if you're watching, I only had one. And that was it. So leave me alone. I was only there one. It's fine. There you go. Nice. So let's start with UFC 285 Saturday it night. was awesome. Incredible event. Really good fights. The books got killed all the way up until Valentina Shevchenko got submitted by Alexa Grasso. Grasso. New lightweight champion. Mexican's first ever born female lightweight champion. In the female division, unbelievable. So now you got three Mexican fighters who have all held the belt now in UFC history. The whole thing was wild. We watched Jake Gyllenhaal shoot a couple of scenes for his upcoming movie. We're <laughs> up in the crow's nest. Not USADA tested, but looks great. Looks Best great. line of the night. <laughs> by not Dana White. Dana White said, not USADA approved is what Dana White said. <laughs> not yeah. USADA approved, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. it's, 
He is not natural. Uh, I don't know what he's taking, but he's taking something. He's absolutely ripped. Ripped. It's, I can't wait to see the movie, but I'm finding like, I don't know. We'll see what the storyline is going to be for the remake of Roadhouse. But UFC is heavily involved with it. They shot a ton of scenes throughout the weigh-ins and the press conferences and for... Right in uh, between the fights, Pete, yeah. right? Well, between the main card and the, the the prelims is when they shot the scenes in the octagon. So if you were watching the pay-per-view, they started about 10 minutes late. And we're like, why is our 10 minutes late? Because they did a couple of scenes in the actual octagon for Jake Gyllenhaal and whatever <laughs> dude he was fighting, some you know champion or whatever, but... It was the first shot, the first scene they did at the press conference at the, or the way in, sorry. It was believable. It was good. They did a second take and it sucked. It just shows you that like when people know what's coming, it's hard to fake the energy. Like it's right. It was, it was bad. It was like, eh, they'll use the first take. They're not going to use the second take for that. But what'd you make of John Jones's performance? Oh man, that was, the whole thing was electric. Just the whole, the whole vibe, the lead up to the main event, to the, to the pay-per-view card, the different things that we saw. We'll get to the nickel and the dime and all the other stuff, how cool that was. But the John Jones performance was just that. It was, didn't fight for three years. We don't know what to expect. Blah, 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 blah. It's a wrap in 35 seconds. Easy work. Like, that was, it was awesome. I mean, it was awesome. The, the vibe, of, by the way, we were so high mm. up. Like, mm. like I told you. To, the, <laughs> to the point where, like, if you lean over, you get a little queasy. You're like, man. That's, that's not what bothered me. What bothered me was that while you're wearing a beanie, people might be like, why is Dave wearing a beanie? It was sub-Arctic up where, where we were. It was so <laughs> cold where we were. It was oh. unbelievable. The coldest I've ever been at a USC event, and I don't really know why, but I think it might be the temperature outside was really cold. So that's why. I don't normally go to a UFC event when it's 35, 40 degrees outside, but it was frigid. <laughs> we had to keep we going. It's so funny, guys, because we were sitting next to each other and there's, you know, there's a whole row of people, like single seats lined up, you know, with working station in front of you, but it's just, you know, it's press row. I don't know what it's called, but media deck, is what media they call it, but row, yeah. whatever. But yeah. you had to keep getting up in between fights and like washing your hand, blowing on your hand. He's like, it was, was freezing. It was I was getting up to go into the hallway to get out of the cold. Like I was actually going warming up in the hallway. 15 degree difference between that hallway and six steps down to where we were sitting yep. with that curtain, keeping that cold air in. Um, I mean, I was doing this yep. between fights, like blowing on my hands, <laughs> like really trying cold. to feel my fingers. It was yep. cold. I couldn't believe it. It was the weirdest. Yeah. I don't know why it was that cold up there, but then. The favorites used to start counting the favorites. Oh Lord! Da ding, da ding, da ding. At oh. one point, it was ten zero and one oh. favorites on the card at UFC two eighty five, and you started texting people in the room in, in risk rooms, going, "What is going on?" I, I so I was like, you know, and we had Nikki on on the show on Friday. If you guys yeah. haven't seen it, go back and watch the show Friday. Nick Kalikas from you know he's at Circus Sports as an odds maker, but he's a you know UFC MMA guy. Talked about a little bit. I was. Try not to bother him. But I, I did text him. I texted a couple other guys at working rooms. I'm like, how bad is it? Like, what's going on right now? Every favorite one and the one that was a pick em, she closed the favorite minus 115 in a couple spots. I was like, oh, my, this is crazy. And then mm. that Brasso fight, that place, it it nickel was cool because everyone yeah. had him. 
Right. Like, and everyone had him by submission. But that, when she came in and that Mexico, Mexico chant started, I was like, whoa, what, everybody's up now. And we thought, uh, that well, it's just, up. it's so interesting because mm. on Twitter, I was texting with a couple of people and going back and forth with people. And it is really true that the public takes flyers on big dogs all the time. And so, the vast majority of people in that room in the in the in, in, at T-Mobile either had one of two bets, either they had Shevchenko in a parlay, which right. destroyed everything, right. or you had Grasso plus six hundred, plus five hundred, or plus as high as eight fifty, seven fifty, seven hundred. That thing came down, yeah, as the fight got closer because you start to realize, like when you're in a room, you're like, oh, now. What are we going to do here? Because the number just keep the parlay liability keeps piling on to the straight bet number each time you grade a fight. And you're like, oh gosh, this just became a six figure decision mm. when it was really, you know, I don't know, 20,000 or whatever. And then um, I don't, that was, the, I was worried that there might be a little bit of a letdown right when it happened when she won in the yeah. building. Yeah. It just piled onto it. No, because the return of John Jones. I mean, I've seen that happen before where the co-main event is a shocker. And so it makes the the main event not have as much significance. But when it's a big fighter, when it's a big card headliner type of fight, like we had with John Jones's return, it doesn't matter yeah. what happened any fight beforehand. It doesn't matter because John no. Jones is coming in. Because the difference with UFC and boxing is that everyone watches the prelims and the undercard in UFC because they've done one, a great job of marketing their talent, but also because the fights are entertaining and there's some storyline that you may have been aware of going into the fight. The headline fight is always the main event. It's always the big thing, but the boxing main event tends to go six, seven, eight, nine rounds. UFC, we saw it. It was 35, 40 seconds. It was boom, it's done. So all that buildup for John Jones, he gets Cyril gone on the ground and it's a wrap. It's just really quick and really easy. So that's the big difference between the UFC and boxing is you have to enjoy the entire card to get your money's worth. Boxing, a lot of times people just show up for the main event and that's it because it's 45 minutes typically to watch a boxing fight. So, I mean, John Jones looks the part of a heavyweight. We didn't see a lot. We don't know how he hits. We don't know if he can take a punch. We don't know if he's his cardio can stand up over four to five rounds. He's going to fight Steve Miocic. We know that because they yep. called him. But John Jones made the revelation in the post-fight press conference that stunned me. Remember when John was having the tape on his toes? Yes. He said in the post-fight, because we had left before Jones talked. We heard Dana White speak, and then we left. John Jones came in much later. He said that if they didn't let him have his toes being taped, and he used a different tape this time than what he normally uses, he wouldn't have fought. Like He would have walked back to the, to, to the locker room. The, the, the Nevada Sports State Athletic Commission came in and said, look, you can't tape your feet. And they compromised. He said, well, I'm not fighting then. And they compromised by said, fine, your toes can be taped, but your feet, your foot, the, the ball, your foot, or the base of your foot cannot. That was wow. the compromise they made. But he said, if they had taken the tape off my toes, I wouldn't have fought. I was like, wow, because he broke his toe uh, in the Chael Sonnen fight, and he almost lost that fight. Oh, okay. so he's very specific about not wanting because I mean, you break a toe in the octagon. It's, it sounds like nothing, but you, you can't stand a toe, period. That yeah. shit hurts. You, you can't, can't stand fight with it. Right. You can't fight with it. Oh, 
Right. So he was like, because John kicks and part of the big, big part of his weapon is being able to kick. So he was right. like, I wouldn't have fought. He's like, I would have walked back to the locker room. <laughs> he was like, wait, what? John oh, Jones would have been a damn right in that he not fought. Over tape on a foot would have been significant. So that was the big like, woo moment of that one. Whoa. So obviously favorites come in, but the Valenchenko, uh, sorry, the Shevchenko fight obviously disrupted a lot of, of the parlays. Yeah. Your Penn State guy, Bo Nickel, had a oh. whale of a performance. <laughs> whale of a performance. I'm just going to say this because the brigade's been coming at me for the whole weekend yeah. about saying he need him in the groin. I, I think, I believe Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel said he need him in the thigh. He didn't get him in the groin. We didn't see the replay up where we were sitting. I've seen I've, it 15. I've asked everyone on the brigade. They're like, it was a low blow. Like, okay, show me the replay where Bo Nickel hits his opponent in the groin. Cause I have not seen it yet. I've seen it looking like it's low, but I haven't actually seen a cut that shows me. He actually got hit illegally, no matter what the staff or the coaches are saying about his opponent saying he got robbed pickets coaches. Like we're going to file an appeal with you with, with the UFC and with the Nevada state athletic commission. Yeah. Go ahead. You lost. Yeah. Um, it looked like a low shot. It, 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 when it happened, I was like, oh, he got him right in the balls. I mean, right, it looked like it was right in the nuts to me. I don't know. It looked low, but it looked like it didn't look illegal to me. It's hard when one guy's tall, one guy's short, and, and, and you don't – I mean, and listen, we saw that one fight where it was multiple times afterward. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that more later, but the Penn state thing was cool. I was getting texts all over and I said to you right before that fight, I'm looking at the numbers and that thing steamed up to minus 20 to one or minus 2,200 in places. Yes. Uh -huh. Yet him by submission was only minus 155 or 160. And I was like, wait a second. I'd fire somebody in the room because he only had three fights. They were all submissions. He's Fast. going to submit the guy because he's a wrestler. He's going to put him in a position like Bellamere put me in five <laughs> years ago in between games where well, I got to quit. I got to tap. Stop. You're hurting me. And um, our guy's ready in the back. Do you realize that, that, that Irizarry has been working out probably for an hour? So he's all pumped up uh -oh. when he comes in. Uh -oh. Like. He is going to be so swole. swole. Up. He's all oh, swole. Oh, man. I mean, he walks around swole all the time anyway. <laughs> but holy crap, the brigade is not. I don't know if the brigade is ready for what they're about to see. And he unleashes. It's going to well, be unbelievable. Let's yeah. go ahead and bring ready our now? friend Keith. Oh! And yeah, I would say Irizarry yeah. is kind yeah. of a big deal. He's, he's oh, Robert yeah. Sala, for God's sakes. I mean, well, he's. he's uh oh, yeah, yeah. wow. Hofstra. Wow. Look, what I, look what I got for you. I got one of those too. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Hofstra. Is it, is it, wait, we'll just start with it. Cause he's wearing the hat. Is, huh. is Hofstra playing in the conference tournament quarterfinals today? <gasps> oh, did you? Well, you stay right here and answer the question. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, and I'm not, it's, this is not hyperbolic at all. No, oh. it was the most impressive thing in the ever. history. Yeah, ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So um, they play UNC Wilmington today and they're oh. seven and a half or seven point favorite. Yeah. 
the brigade is always looking for winners, losers, and different things. I mean, uh-huh. Hofstra on the money line today is a play. Is it not, Irizarry? They're going to win today. They're going to yeah. win today. Are they yeah. going to the dance is the question. I, I, I feel confident, yeah. I do. No matter who wins, whether it's Townsend or College of Charleston, you're confident in tomorrow in already Washington. Beaten bo- already beaten both of them. Does that factor huh. into your breakdown of the game? Do you look at that as Hoffman. a person who's now in the betting space and, or even just a person who's a fan and go, eh, we're good. We already beat him. Or does that scare you? No, it doesn't scare me. What I like is Matt's, Matt's clearly looking up some Hofstra stuff. He goes, huh, they're not, they're, they're, they are good. Wait, well, I, mean, wait, I, don't they know, are. I don't know if they're good, but they're 16 and three ATS in conference. Yeah. That's pretty psychotic. Yeah. So, so, all right. So, again, I went to Hofstra, so obviously I root for them. But uh, to be fair, they have the two-time conference uh, player of the year, Aaron Estrada. He's the best player in the conference. They have a very deep team with a couple of, uh, you know, like juniors and seniors. Speedy Claxton is their coach. Matt, I know you know his name. You remember him from NBA days. Also, he has the best sneakers in the game. Oh. Um, His sneakers are great, if you care about that kind of thing. No. Yeah, no, they're really good. (laughs) They're they're a very good basketball team. And – Charleston is very good though too. So, assuming yeah, like, they Wilmington's not though. No, Hofstra's going to win today. Wilmington's three six and one ATS over their last 10, 1 and four seven ten and two in conference. Yeah. And you got a line that's a little bit seven's a little bit of a. I don't love seven, but I don't hate it either. Yeah. If but like, I was allowed to bet uh, New York schools in New York because they block you, I would yeah. bet Hofstra today. Yeah, this might be a parlay piece, like the kids say. You know, now they right. use Hofstra money line as a parlay piece. With yeah, it's fair. Else. I mean, it's it's eight at Ken Palm, so it's not horrible at seven. I don't, mm. I, I don't, I don't hate the bet at seven. You get a little point of value there, but nine and one over the last ten games for Hofstra ATS, they're red yeah. hot. They're rolling yep. through people. I mean, they, they've only covered, they've only failed to cover two times in twenty twenty three. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Wow. The whole year. They're, they're really good. And and actually, they they ended up playing about four or five games without Aaron Estrada in the lineup. He had – it wasn't COVID. I think he had the flu. And um, so he missed a few games. They were very cautious with him. Then he turned an ankle, missed a few games, and they've been fine. Yeah, they're, they're, I would say this, and Dave, I think I told you this last week. Assuming they get to the championship tomorrow and right. if they beat Charleston, which I think is going to be a very good game, Right. I think they are a live team to potentially win a game in the tournament. They'll be a 13 seed. They'll be a 13 seed. 13s can beat fours. Fours are where you get some of those big conference teams that weren't as good as you thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, take a pivot here real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. You want to talk about something else besides Hofstra? I'm confused. No, 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 okay. no, no. That's fine. Listen, the Hofstra stuff is great, and we'll we'll, we'll revisit it at the end of the show when okay. we do All better right. to book it because I'm sure now it might be involved in one of those uh, equations. but. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, another basketball team in the NYC played basketball. Mm. And I believe if the season ended today, they would be a four seed or a five seed. And I'm not talking about an NCAA basketball team. Talking about the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. Nine in a row, Keith Irizarry. Mm -hmm. Is this team for real? And who did they beat yesterday? I cannot remember off the top of my head. I cannot remember. It, remember? The Celtics, but hold on. Dave, you're trying to pit me and Matt against each other. I don't no, know no, if you – No, no you are. You no, clearly are. No. I don't know if you know this, but, like, I'm a one million percent realist here, okay? Yeah. Do I think the Knicks 
can beat everybody except for the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers? The answer would be yes there. I think they could beat those other teams. Are they better than the Cavaliers? I'm not sold yet, but I think they can beat the Cavs. I think they could beat the Heat. I think they could beat the other teams. They're not beating the Celtics in a seven-game series. They're not beating the Bucs in a seven-game series. And they could scare the Sixers, but they're not going to beat the Sixers in a seven-game series. This is an excellent season for the Knicks, Dave. They, I, Dave, I know what you're trying to do here. But this is a build season. You got your point guard in Jalen Brunson. They feel comfortable going forward that he can be a guy that can lead you to the playoffs, because he will. Julius Randle, when he buys in, is mm-hmm. fine as a second or a third option. Unfortunately, he's cast as a number one in this team, which scares you a little bit. Okay. And I think R.J. Barrett at some point is going to get dealt to try to get something better because he's not living up to what they want him to be. No, mm. it's a great season for the Knicks. And I don't use the word great all the time. It's a great season, <laughs> but they're not one of those top three squads. It's interesting, like, because the Knicks are now three and one against the Celtics. Yeah. And oh. I think people put too much stock in the regular season <gasps> as to what happens. And I, I do. I, I think head to head matchups. I think Boston may have a, be pushed by New York if they mm. meet in the playoffs. I don't know when they would meet just based on the seedings to see where, where the Knicks will wind up and how they go. But where are you just in terms of the Western conference? Like, are you a buyer for the nuggets or do you think their team is overhyped and overrated? So I actually think they're underrated. I mean, if you look at the 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 money for them, I mean, it's what is, what are they like plus eight hundred or plus yeah. seven hundred right now, yeah. like whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and the Suns, Dave's Suns, because he's a big Phoenix Suns fan, he always has been forever. Um, have time. really you know jumped ahead of them all time. <laughs> you you go back to the Kevin Johnson days. I know. Yes, I do. Uh, I I would lean Suns out of the West. You know, barring anything injury wise catastrophic, I think the Suns are the best team going forward. But I think the Nuggets are really good. I mean, Jokic is going to win his third MVP, whether you agree or not. He's going to average a triple-double, and yes. it's going to be historical what he's doing. Um, Joel Embiid is probably going to fall second again. You're going to break out the Kings. The Kings are fun, but they can't stop a team playing anyway, against them if, if anyway, the three of us were in the lineup. Anyway. <laughs> Hold on. First of all, I don't even know what position you would be on the floor. You would probably be the point guard because you have to be in charge of everything all the time. Me, I want to be off the ball. I'm a two. Oh, oh good. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah, I'm one. That's good. Yeah, we'll work out. Matt's, Matt's going to run you're the one. You're a four. Uh, I'm putting you in the paint. You got to bang with no, people. I'm yeah. A, hey, no, nah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I've always been a one. I'm a point guard. What? what? I, I rebound as a point I just guard. Wanna, I just want to jump over people. That's what yeah. I do. I'm like Russell Westbrook. I can run, jump, rebound, and can't shoot. Okay. All right. So we've established all of that. Um, I'll, I'll handle the ball and I'll call the play and I'll give you guys the ball. That's You'll handle I'll, the I'll ball? make some assists. Yeah. I'll handle the ball. You know, it's not hockey, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a basketball. You have to <laughs> You'll get to the hockey in a second. It's not a puck. It's a basketball. You'll get to the hockey in a You're second. Run. <laughs> Are you a bucket? That's all I need to know because am I a bucket? This, no, not a I'm bucket. not a bucket. I'm more of a defensive guy. I'm annoyed. No, the hell out of he, you. he means. He, he's using the kid slang word for bucket. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I taught him that. Oh, <laughs> you taught him that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. Dave, so you want to pick back the Moose curtain to last week? <laughs> on Moose and Keith, he, ta- he insisted that he taught me to bucket. And insisted? No, I did. Be, be honest to the world right now. <laughs> I see what you're doing right now. You're taking over the BVB right I'm now. Just be honest to the world. You've got the, you've got the brigade, brigade here. You're going to lie to them? Amen. All the chat you, is Keith, rolling, amen. Rolling over the place right now. They know the truth. You I don't the see bucket. the chat on my end. You Correct. are the buck. Yeah. Oh, when you watch this back, they're flowing okay. right now. They love the KI. <laughs> all right. Um, good. I love it. Love you all. 
Yes, yes. You're doing a, a, a no, yeoman's work. It looks this is crazy. Peralta's Ben Simmons. I don't even know what that means, D. Weezy. That's not a good look have, for you. Not a good I look, don't and I'm, not, a, I'm not Ben Simmons, okay? For, for, but, but I would date his roster, though. His roster is pretty impressive. If I'm taking anything from Ben Simmons, I'm taking the roster. His Stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> all right. So all this basketball talk is one thing. Keith Irizarry, you work for NHL Network. You work Correct. for MLB Network. You're a yeah. hockey guy as well yeah. as a baseball guy, in addition to being a dad, a husband, and a really true Penn State by we marriage. We are Penn State fan. Yeah. This this hockey stuff. Are we going to do this hockey? Is that where you go with this? Are you Chance the Rapper right now? So, uh, just, just, he's on uh, SNL. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this hockey. <laughs> Can you turn around so I can see your your name? It's an S, a K, and a J. Are the Bruins going to win the Stanley Cup? Please say that somebody's going to beat them, please. So, all right, I'm going to give you the reasons why they won't win it, okay? Okay. Hold on, Peralta, hold on. All right, let's go. Let me write these down. Hold on, let me get my pen. Go ahead, go ahead, go. Many players get injured. Many? Many players get injured. Oh boy. Okay. That that that's one way they lose, right? Okay. Yep, keep going. They choose not to play the playoffs. <laughs> they just go, "You know what? We won the President's Trophy. It's good. I'm out." Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the third one is, Dave, you you dream it up. Yes. I mean, they oh. are so much better than everyone else in the league right now. Like they are, again, I, you guys can do all the stats and you know, they're on right. pace to, for the most wins on pace for the most points. <laughs> President's trophy hasn't been won since the Blackhawks did it in the 12, 13 season. The whole curse is there. This is the team that breaks the curse. I'd be shocked if they lose. Again, if a lot of players get hurt, yeah. will we revisit this? And you guys say, wow, Keith was a genius. Players got hurt and the Bruins lost. Right. But how do they not win? So on the other side, this oh. is where I think the interesting bets come because I'm with you. Okay. I think the yeah. Bruins are going to win the East. I think we showed all the Ranger talk. All everyone's like, here comes Patrick Kane. Yeah, they got slapped and sat down like they should be over well, the weekend. They they added a player that doesn't do anything to make their team better. Right. It, it it just it, it it makes what they do well already better. Right. That's redundancy. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge I like Gerard Gallant, but I'm not sure his style can beat the Bruins. So I I mean the, the Hurricanes are going to be in the conversation. Tampa Bay, though. What is going on with the Lightning? I mean, this team lost five games in a row for the first time since I think the 14 season. John Cooper benched his star players over the weekend for the third period. They didn't record a single shot yesterday. They got, got beat period. six in nothing. Sorry, yeah. sorry, in the third period. Yeah. Four shots in the first in the second and third period, four shots combined. Yeah. Lost six nothing to the Hurricanes. Is the rain over? Is this it for Tampa? So I don't think it's over, but I will tell you that last week on NHL Network, when we were talking about the potential Lightning Maple Leafs matchup, I took the Leafs to win in the the opening round. You did? Yeah, the curse is going to be over for the Leafs. They're going to finally win one. Wow. Can the Leafs I I, I like what they did straight down the middle. Can the Leafs win more than one? No. 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 So I don't see that happen. Cause they're going to hit Carolina or Boston. One of the yeah, two. They're not beating one of those two. Yeah. So the second, second round, they're going to hit Carolina, yeah. Boston. And I would probably take the Rangers over, over the devils in the opening round because I, I believe in Shostarkin a little bit more. Whoa. Um, I, I think that the Rangers would be able to be a little bit more physical with the devils yeah. as well. I think, I, I think that's a toss up series that could go the, go the distance, but I'd probably lean that way, but you, I you were leading me to the West. We could, well, I was, we can bet every yeah. game. If it's Rangers devils, we can bet every game over. 
Just mm-hmm. bet every single game over the total because they're gonna we're gonna make as odds makers will make the total lower in the playoffs, and those two teams the way they match up will be fun back and forth hockey. Yeah. Every game will be set at five and a half or no? It will start at five and a half, but it will go to six after the first two games yeah. go over. Somebody's going to say, all right, stop, because there's going to be a 5-4 game in there somewhere or at least a 4-3, something right. like that. Um, in the West, though, and we're going to talk about, you know, like prices for Connor McDavid to win the MVP to our trophy. I mean, he's going to win it. It's a it's a formality at this he point. He is the best player in professional sport in professional team sports. Ooh. That that dominant. Name name another player in any of any of the team mm. professional sports that is that much better than the next best player. I don't know if there is one right now. There isn't. You're, you're right. Shohei is miraculous, but right? he didn't win the MVP last year, right? I mean, because Judge did something that was generationally great. It won't happen mm-hmm. again. Right. Give me another player. Basketball's Fair. up in the air. It's like Jokic right. is going to win the MVP, but most right. people believe Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Fair. Right. And football, it's, yeah. it's, it's Mahomes, I guess. I mean, the, the betting numbers prove you to be correct. I mean, yeah. The numbers are ridiculous. Well, uh, guys, if you're in the chat, you can put in, if you have anybody that you think would even come close to Connor McDavid, in put team it in sports. the chat. But yeah. is that enough to win the West? I don't, I mean, I, it, Edmonton's not even the favorite no. team in the West. No, I mean, listen, I think the Avalanche, I, I, I mean, I think the Vegas Golden Knights did a few good things. I think the quick thing is sneaky. I know that he wasn't very good this year. And maybe I'm being swung over by the people that I was talking with, like Kevin Weeks of the world that I work with, yeah. that is telling me that Jonathan Quick is going to turn it up a notch. Well, he like was great in periods one and two yesterday. He was, and then, and and then, then he, he got old. Re- then he remembered he was Jonathan Quick in the third yeah. period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Vegas is decent, but I think Colorado, you know, if they can figure out how to stay healthy and they haven't been able to, I mean, Landis Gog is going to come back for the playoffs probably. It's essentially like picking up uh, right. a borderline all-star as a free agent. Right. Mm-hmm. Rantanen has been the best player on that team while they were waiting for McKinnon to get healthy. McKinnon came back and now he's the best player on the team. Kale McCarr, if he can get through all the head stuff, then he's going to be fine, too. And he's the best defender in, in hockey. So the Avalanche theoretically should represent Dallas. Them. Nobody's saying yeah, I'm on Dallas so quiet about Dallas like he likes Dallas. I kind of like Dallas. You give Dallas any shot. I mean, maybe because I was stuck watching the Dallas Stars in Dallas lose a three nothing lead to the Blackhawks. I was at that game uh, two weeks ago, so I I, I kind of fell out of love with them. I mean, Ottinger's an awesome goalie. Very fit. I don't know. I mean, I, I like Dallas. I, love, I don't I love, love Dallas. Love, I, don't I think that's the thing about the West, right? Like, do yes. you love anybody in the West? I like Dallas to come out of the West. I think it's Dallas Boston in the Cup Finals. That'd be a good final. Yeah, that's that'd be I, a really good final. Because, but if I say this. Who's the best seven teams in hockey right now? Is Dallas one of them? Yes. Seven teams. Yes. Wow. But the other six are in the East, right? No, that's biased. You're an no. East Coast Colorado. bias. No, no. What are you the talking about? Dallas no. and Colorado are both in the top seven. Right. I, I don't think Dallas is better than Colorado. I would have Dallas as eight. Wow. Okay. When we come to the playoffs is what I mean. Are you, are like, you putting Toronto over Dallas? I am. Oh my goodness gracious! Ooh. What are you doing? I'm come on, I'm t- they got to win a series, Ki. I don't so, come on, come on. They're gonna be That's, fine. What are we doing? They're gonna, gonna be fine. fine. I don't know. This this was the guy that told Matt. I told you that the Patriots were gonna struggle this year. Look, he did the thing. He did the thing. He braced his arm up and did. the I play. did not. You did. You Peralta can do it shirt. too. You went and did the thing right there. <laughs> you see Peralta's boxing videos the other day? Oh God, I, we, we haven't <laughs> even discussed. Oh, that. I know. oh, he, oh, he was there. 
a little fame there. I don't know how long here, boom. Pop, 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 pop. Set up the shot. The whole pop, thing. 30 seconds. Set up the shot. What are you talking it was, about? It's easy. It doesn't. Yeah. It's, Dave, it's easy. Dave, Dave, athletes like Matt and I, it doesn't take long to set up the camera <laughs> shot. It just, it just happens. Listen, I know you got to go, so I'm going to ask you one more question. I can, I, I, I can give you two or three more minutes if you need me. Well, all I need is five seconds. Okay. Can you show us your abs right now? Your what? mom's no, not, I'm not watching. Doing, nope. What are we doing? Nope, what are we doing? What do we, we do? Dubsy with his shirt off and I'll keep I'm with good. his abs? No. Listen, this is on national TV. This is on national TV, by the way. I, I know. No. <laughs> but, but the man is sculpted like Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe not on the same <laughs> side. Yeah. But, but, but Irizarry's all natural. I'm also closer to yeah, closer to 45 than I am 40 now. So there you go. Let, 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 this is a real question. Are the Jet fans really thinking they're getting Aaron Rodgers? Stop. I think the Jets fans are thinking they're getting Aaron Rodgers. Stop. Stop. I love people. <laughs> and I, 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 I've been joking a are lot you with Moose that? on this. I don't care. Who cares? I'm not a Jets fan, so I don't care. You're the coach of uh, the team. <laughs> okay. Uh, if if I'm going to play that role, then yes, we will be getting Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will be, again, if you make me play that role, I don't know what's going to happen. I honestly, I think it's going to be funny when they end up with like Ryan Tannehill or a Baker Mayfield or Geno Smith, you know, that's going to be funny. Geno, Geno ain't coming back. No, he's staying with Seattle. He ain't coming with Seattle. Hey, they, they, they wrote me off. But I didn't write back. But when the Jets called me, I called them back. Hey! Keith, you're the best man. Thank you, Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. All time. You're MLB <laughs> Network. NHL Network joining us here on the Boston. Later, boys. But good stuff oh, to get God. him on the program. Always a ton Jets of fun. Jets going nuts. To get, to get him on that. That's phenomenal. Yeah. We make him try to take the shirt off. What are you doing? No, the like, man I know he got is, asked. Like, what are, what are you going to do? The, the man got asked today by Moose yeah. if he had abs. Okay. And his face got red because he was slightly embarrassed because he has abs. The man okay. works out like a fiend. He's physically sculpted. He, this is what he does. Like in between shows, he gets a quick workout in. It's great. I'll call him late night and he'll be like, hey, give me 15 minutes. I'm finishing something. And like he's he he had a, a shoulder injury yeah. a while back and he's made it like he's – you know how like you – you know, listen to David Goggins and you yes. read. He's mentally, he's one of the strongest dudes that I've really met in the last five to 10 years. And he's, he's working out. That's what he does. Mm. So as, as a way of coping of, you know, he's, he's running the gamut right now with the kids. He's their coach. He's not coaching. He's the dad that goes to the gym and watches, but he'll go basketball here, lacrosse here, mm. all this other stuff. He's a cook. The dude sends me pictures. He makes the dinners for the family. He does all this other stuff. And today, Moose asked him, do you have abs? <laughs> and, and I so wanted him to just reach up and go, these abs? And he didn't do it. And I was giving him an opportunity it's got, to do it's, it. It's hard to do it, man. It just, you know, the internet is. You got to be careful. That's true. Stuff. Very come true. On, you become I, a meme I, I, all of yeah. a sudden. You can't, you can't give them that much material to work with. You gotta Sometimes be you got to keep them guessing, Pete Roll. Yeah. You got to keep them guessing. There'll be yeah. a time and a place for that. In the meantime, you know, he's on NHL Network. He's on MLB Network. We're working right. on some he's stuff. Got, he's got Hopefully, to uphold. we're going to do more stuff for MLB, me and him. Nice. And, um, you know, it, it's it's always a blast having him on. Absolutely. Calvin Ridley has been reinstated, by the way, breaking news. So the NFL has decided to. What? Yeah. One year. The guy that put all the bets in? Yep. Ridley, who has been suspended indefinitely since March of 2022 for violating the NFL's gambling policy, 
is eligible to participate in all team activities effective immediately. Calvin, Ridley, I, welcome back. I need, I, I need the power of those people. That, that, that's, that's strong. They must've had some people say to the NFL, Hey, um, hold on here. What are Jaguars, you doing? Jaguars have a guy. Wow. He's probably pretty angry about missing an entire year and losing $11 million. So what about all those people that buried the guy for making parlays? What are they going to do? Is there, are they going to acquiesce today? No, he like, lost a year. He was, he's been on since March of last year. He served a one year suspension. Wait, he, it's been a year since that happened. Yes. It was last March. I thought that was just in the fall. No, it was last March that he was uncovered. The one year suspension kicked in. He lost $11 million one year. Suspended. Keith just sent me a text. Awesome stuff. Fun times as always. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining us, Kay. I really appreciate it. Um, Wow. That's uh, that's a fast year. Mm -hmm. I thought that happened in the fall. You got suspended in the fall. But the Jaguars have a guy now who could really help their offense. Who's probably pretty angry and pretty incentivized to go out there and play pretty well this year. So Ridley is back. He can now be at minicamp. He can be at training camp. He can do everything with the team. So Calvin Ridley's one year suspension is over. So damn, son. Yeah, it's wow. not right. not not great. But he's back. So that that's good for Calvin Ridley. Uh, all right, so let's get to the Bo Nickel thing real quick because we we were talking about it quickly, but I just want to circle back to it. Yeah. Um. You know, Penn State, Big Ten fans, Pennsylvania. Normally, we're watching basketball and football, right? So here is here is a UFC fan. Somebody asked me if did you hear it? I didn't hear any "We Are Penn State" chants in the building. Did you? Mm-hmm. Do you hear it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear any. Someone asked and said, "Hey, do you guys hear that chant?" It came through a little bit on the. You TV. were out in the hallway looking for the coffee. You had gone a long time oh. without the coffee in between. That's that was the lull between the um, the the regular broadcast and the pay-per-view he was the first pay-per-view yeah correct yeah he started it right so then Gillenall came out and they started shooting that shot yep and then you're like what are they doing this is this and that. you yeah. went out yeah and you were screwing you were walking up and down the hallway trying mm-hmm. to find something warm to drink no i was just trying to find food actually that, that, that was the food trip <laughs> I wasn't cold yet at that point. I was I was, I was hungry. That was then. the food run. Yeah, okay, the food run that it was unsuccessful. So when when they when the movie people went away, they knew that Nickel was coming out. That that's when the We Are Penn State fans started cheering uh, and stuff. And that's that's okay. when I put the beanie on. And so it did I was hit. Like, okay, I was getting caught up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard it. I yeah, heard it. very cool. I th- this guy could be the next big thing. I don't think he'll ever headline at Allegiant Stadium. I don't, I think he's got very big, ambitious goals. And that's, I, I love it's, that, but come on now. It's the style of, uh, of his fights. I, I right. don't know if that's going to lend to carrying a card. It's what Habib did though. Stadium. I mean, Habib mauled, if you maul people, people like people want to see you maul someone. They don't care whether it's a knockout or a submission or a ground and pound. They just want to see somebody get mauled. And, and yeah. that's exactly what Pickett got. He got mauled by a very talented, energized, exciting yeah. young fighter in Bo Nickel. Yeah. And I think there is going to be, now it's time to move him up. He's on the fast track. And think people want to see Bo Nickel be tested now with a top 15 opponent. So we're going to see if he's in there with a striker or someone who has actual takedown defense. Okay. Now what does he do? Right. He's four and zero against relatively clean, you know, cream puff type opponents. 
So now get him in well, there against someone who actually can is, play. Can this is what you were talking about while we were sitting there and how they're kind of setting him up to be yeah. a guy who could be pushed. Uh, you know, the, the, the pro wrestling term is put over. I mean, right. they can put him over um, as long as he continues to do what he does. Um, it was funny. Somebody just put it in the chat. Jay Park just put it in the chat. Zombie Nation with We Are Penn State chance is the opening to every PSU event. It is. Right. And that's when you heard it and you're like, wait, do they do this all the time? I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is the whiteout thing. Yeah. They started doing this. I knew the song. I was like, this is a Penn State song, right? You're like, yeah. I was like, okay, this is a Penn State song. Yeah. That's okay. I knew yeah. that they played it during Penn State games. I wasn't sure if it like, was it the actual the Penn State song? You're like, yeah, this is the Penn State song. I'm like, ah, okay. So yeah. it's walkout music is Penn State music. Right. And here we go. So I, I think you'll fight quick. I think you'll fight in July here in Vegas. I think you'll be part of the International Fight Week. Oh, for that okay. for that card coming up here, and it's going to be a huge card, and it makes perfect sense. He didn't get touched. I mean, John Jones and Bo Nickel didn't have a scratch or a sweat bead they on didn't them. Even, right? They did not even sweat. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, just, a, that's a hell of a gig. I mean, they came out, and the only thing, one of the frustrating things, um, while you're covering this, is like they do those press conferences right after the fight, right? And that's when I said to you, "Wait, do we got to go down and talk to Bo Nickel or listen to him do his thing?" And miss this next event, and you're like, no, 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 maybe they'll do it after. They did it right after the yeah, fight. So he, we missed them. But I think um I think it's gonna be fun to see. And having the Penn State ties, three-time All-American wrestler, it's really uh it's, Penn State people love one of their own. Of course, He's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's very cool. So yeah. Sunday, we got an invite to go to the Betfred Sportsbook Suite at T-Mobile Arena we did. to watch the Vegas Golden Knights take on the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. That was a lot of fun to go up yes. there and be at T-Mobile. So we spent a lot of time at T-Mobile on back-to-back nights looking very, very differently, obviously. One set up yes. for an octagon, one set up for a hockey game. But it is it is fun to watch the transition and the, and the changeover. I got a chance to meet Chance. That was very fun to go. That in, was great. Hang out with Chance. and Chance was cool. He was cool. So we got a chance to a little fist bump there. And the food is, as you would expect in Vegas, it's tremendous. So that was For those awesome. of you watching the show right now and watching it later, take a peek at that guy behind P. Ralt's right leg. Hit my hip. Yeah. And look, he was wondering that Where entire time, who are these two jagoffs? <laughs> Why are they in here? And what are they doing right now with the mascot and the cheerleader? Yeah. Um, he they could have happy. been nicer. Oh, yeah. I wanted to take a picture of Chance eating my head like he did with that other woman that was in the box. Oh, poor. She was. She didn't really like it. Like she was not happy with it. She that. did not like it. She's like, that hurt, by the way. Yeah, he, he went over a little aggressively, and he messed her hair up, which both things you don't do. Like she those not are not happy. Those are not good things to do. So, yeah. um, But I, well, I wanted to do that, and I apologize <sighs> So to the brigade to Why? the show, I did not have a BVB hat on me to wear oh, for the fine. photo op. That's fine. Can't so, bring multiple hats to a hockey game. You'd be like a lunatic. Come yeah, on. it didn't occur to me to even think to yeah. do that. But it also didn't occur to me to wear a Boston fucking hat. Well, of course. Hat. What, what, what am I wearing to? I'm wearing one. I had a Vegas Golden Knights shirt on, so I was wearing the part for Vegas. But the Bruins just won their 10th game in a row. They just slapped around the Rangers, and I wasn't going to wear... I mean, come on. It's the Montreal Canadiens. They're having a horrible season. Just want to remind all of them what it's like to suck. So that's beautiful. That why you wore it? Oh, yeah, of course. Not wearing anything else. You just walk in and there's the Bruins hat to so just remind them what you're not. It's beautiful. 
Montreal's going to circle the drain. But the third period, crazy third period, it was three nothing going into the third period. And I'm like, man, we all said it. Like, Montreal's got to score one. And then Montreal got one. Yeah. Then they got two. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wait, whoa. Yeah. And then Vegas got one. And it was four two. I t- yeah. And then all of a sudden, the third goal from the Canadians was the shocker for the thing to go over. It's like, yeah. whoa. Do you think Jonathan Quick is going to be that big of an upgrade? Well, you need a veteran goalie. You like do. it's very, very difficult, especially for the gauntlet that the Knights are going to have to travel through the Western Conference to not have a backup plan. There's no backup plan until they got Jonathan Quick. It was going to be like, oh, we're going to piece this together. The Hill and, kid, or right? I mean, it was all you unproven. Know, Hill's going to play. Logan Thompson's hurt, hurt. Yeah. Like apparently, he's not going to be able to get ready and come right. back and be an option even to backup. So they go get Quick, and he's had some bad games. I mean, his his play has declined, but like he's down on the ice a lot. The guy's legs literally are like Gumby. I mean, he still can do the splits, cover the entire bottom of the of the ice. Well, after the first and second period, like late in the second period when they scored, the Canadians were like, shoot it high. <laughs> shoot it high. He's down already. Just shoot it high. I mean, it's as simple as that. Sometimes we would go back to the bench and go, the guy's going down before you shoot. Just shoot it high. You may not be able to see it when he, when you look, but just shoot it at the spot, and he'll go down thinking you're going to go down. you go over his shoulder. And that's how they got those two goals. And I was thinking, oh boy, yep. that would have been a crusher for them not to win yeah. in his debut last night because the crowd's behind him. Yep. The a huge ovation, huge, huge ovation. When he got introduced, the crowd went nuts Yeah, for quick. Yeah. Um, Which is good. Cause I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's not the same thing, but it's a little bit because Mark Andre Fleury was a proven commodity. It was a cup winning goaltender. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not comparing the two, but like they know the, the the fan base in Vegas understands what it means to have a veteran goaltender who's won yes. multiple cups. Yes. That in the room, he can talk to some of the young kids about what's going to happen and prepare them for what's going to be the series. I mean, I think Jonathan Quick's going to be the full-time goaltender for this team in the postseason. Bruce Cassidy plays veterans. It's one of the big knocks that he had with the Bruins is that he ran his veterans into the ground and didn't develop his youth. The young talent that the Bruins had coming up, he didn't want to play them. He wanted to play all the Bergeron and Marshan. They could possibly, I mean, Char was on the ice for a ton of time hmm. at the end of his career. And so I think he's going to ride Jonathan quick. My gut tells me quick's the goaltender in the playoffs. Wow. That's, uh, it's very possible. I'm not saying this can't happen, but it's it's. I didn't really consider it. And now that you kind of talk it out, I think that would make a lot of sense. The the, the upcoming road trip, uh, who just put it in the chat? Somebody just put it in the chat. Chris D just came in and said they got a big road trip coming up. Vegas are they're, they're a better road team than a home team. We'll see. This will be a good indicator who he feels more confident in playing fair yeah with this road trip if they alternate i thought obviously he hasn't decided if the same guy plays multiple times especially in a row with a day off in between cuz the back to back is what right now you're still trying to get your position solidified but if your position is not really changeable like tampa and toronto mm-hmm. they know they're playing in the first round i mean not i'm saying that tampa's mailing it in but like they only have to win an X number of games left 
and figure it out and then just kind of turn on a switch. I don't think you can do that in hockey, but apparently who's, some people might. Who's the better team? Vegas, LA, Seattle, or Edmonton? The top four teams in the Pacific. Wow. Right? It's all kind of an interchangeable kind of a... Well, each one does something better than everybody else, or but each one only probably does one thing better than everyone else, right? I think Seattle might be the deepest team of all those teams. Yeah. I mean, but they stink at home. They're 15, 12, and three at home. Edmonton has McDavid. That's all you need to know. And then you put him with Dreisaitl. I mean, they can outscore you with anybody. The The Kings are veteran. They're 19, nine and two at home, but they're 17, 11 and six on the road, which is okay. Not great. Identity is the Kings. Yeah. And in Vegas lead to the division with 82 points. They're 21, 13 and one at home, but they're 17, six and five on the road. Plus 26 goal differential. Vegas is as good as anybody in the, uh, well, Edmonton's number one, 30 plus 32 Vegas, number right. two, a plus 26, right? Kings are plus three goal differential. Yuck. I would, I mean, if I was ranking them, I think I would put Edmonton and the Knights one. Yeah. And two. Yep. And then Seattle, not that far behind. And then the Kings. That's the way I, that's the way I would put the four of them. Um, I agree. I mean, it's crazy when you look at the Boston Bruins, not to say I'm trying to fluff the Bruins, but I mean, they have a plus 105 goal differential. They're plus 105. Today. We're not talking about know, the Bruins. Just, How just do you saying, work the Bruins into the team? Because uh, I, I'm talking about game, about goal differential, and the next closest goal differential is plus, 50, is plus 57. They're, plus 105. They're 50 goals ahead of the second best team? It's Hurricanes. It's Carolina. In the West, the leading in the West, it's plus 45, the Dallas Stars. Bruins are almost three times. Wait, More. that's the best goal differential in the West? It's plus 45. It's Dallas. Bruins are plus 105. <laughs> it's just stupid. There's 60 Goodness goals. Goodness gracious. Is that ridiculous? Plus 60 goals ahead of the West. It's just, it doesn't make a lick of sense. It's amazing. All right, more on hockey in a little bit. Derek Carr is going to the Saints for a hundy, a hundy million guaranteed. This is why this is why Daniel Jones wants $45 million a year with the Giants. A starting quarterback in the NFL is going to make an average of $40 million a year now. Just a base salary. What's going on? A hundred million dollars guaranteed for Derek Carr. God bless him. I mean, that is an that's, unbelievable. That's Matt, pull this off the screen if you would. That's amazing. It, it, it's it's a it's a crazy number. It doesn't make any sense to me yeah. that, that, that that's going on. That Derek Carr is a starting quarterback in the NFL, but does he make the Saints any better? Does he move the needle? Does he move the number for you? No. Right? I mean, it's like, you know what it does? It, 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 it might change the division odds a little yeah. bit because it's settled. First one settled. What's Tampa situation? No idea. Right. What's Carolina situation? No idea. No idea. Right. What is uh, Atlanta situation? Similar. No idea. Not really any clue, right? So right. I think now we got the first one in. You gotta, you gotta, you make them the favorite a little bit, oh, right? God. 
much. I mean, they, only because they got it settled. Because I mean, But is are, Kamara playing next year? I have no idea. Right? He may not be. He may be suspended for, for a year, maybe more. That assault case here in Vegas goes to trial in July. Is bad, bad. July. And, yep. Training oh, camp. God. I don't know. I mean, these discussions, there's so much good going on with sports that are being played right now that I just do not enjoy these discussions about football and odds. I used to drive me crazy in a room. I'm like, you guys figure it out and move it. Like, I don't know. You don't know. Let the market tell us. Hopefully somebody comes in and bets the Saints to win the Super Bowl today. I would love to take that bet. They're not winning the Super Bowl. They're not. I just can't believe he's got a hundred million guaranteed. Listen, man, the salaries are all relative. I got into a nice discussion on Twitter. I called it the discussion uh, with Joe Sheehan yesterday yes. about guys being unrelatable because they're making, I don't know, $40 million a year in baseball and how right. people just, you know, they don't go to games because one, they can't afford it. I mean, right. people will go to games when they can afford it. It's a luxury item to go yeah. watch a sporting event. And I'm not saying that the, the players making that money is a reason why people don't go to games, but now they've become unrelatable. So mm -hmm. people are like, eh, you know, I don't want to go. I mean, that guy doesn't, you know, he doesn't even run hard to first. He makes 40 million a year. That's what people say. I'm not saying I say that, but they used say to that. say that. I, I think they, I think they, from where we grew up. Okay. I don't know how often I never heard that in the South. I didn't hear that much in the Midwest. I heard that every damn day growing up in Boston. Like that right. was the, that was the refrain for every Red Sox player. Anybody that didn't run a pop-up out, anybody that didn't back up home plate, like the fundamentals of baseball. Cause we grew up in baseball towns, right? That if you don't do the fundamentals because you're too good of a, whatever, right. You just, you're, you make too much money or you special. Like if you're not working hard, people in new England, in Pittsburgh, they take offense to it when they say how much you make a year, how much you make for this game, the fuck you doing? Get behind home plate. Well, I mean, so like they get very angry. They get very mad about people who don't either appreciate their position or work as hard as they should in, in the fans' minds. And, and it's hard to even say like, you know, I mean, why don't people go to, do, do people not go to basketball games because the players make too much or because they don't play? Like they take nights off. Like, the, you know, do, do people. That's part of the reason why. But I also think the NBA is a ticket that's a depending on the market is a little bit easier to get a little bit a little bit cheaper at certain markets to go football tickets are outrageous baseball in certain markets is outrageous but, but there's only eight a, regular season games in the nfl right. that's one of the strengths of what they have is they have a, yeah. a limited number, of, number games of games to go watch i mean because you can buy a tampa bay rays ticket for 15 bucks on a tuesday you might I mean, be you can buy for five. Right. I mean, you can go. I mean, it just depends on the market and the team there's, and the sport. Yeah. There's markets. You could go to a major league baseball game in certain cities. They, I mean, in Oakland. Oh, well, they'll pay it? you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they might yeah, say, hey, I'll go to the game. You know, can I get a voucher for food? Like right. the, who knows? They and they give them. And that that's part of the, I mean, that's so like when people say, these guys are spoiled or they don't go to games because it's too expensive. I get the point. It is too expensive, but it's all, it's also depending on the market and the sport. So circle it back. Is Derek Carr at a hundred million dollars too expensive for the saints? Obviously not. No, he's not. I just don't think I would have given it to him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guaranteed a hundred million dollars for Derek Carr. I just, I mean, he's our starting quarterback. They believe in him. I think 
it's just what the market pays right now. If you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, you're making $40 million a year. Right. So it's insane. That's so the insane. money doesn't matter. Like that's the thing. Like the money. Oh, I've always said that. No, it's never my money. I don't care. I don't care right. what these guys make. I'm never the one as a fan. You know, technically my money is going to that salary, but not really. There's a million no. other things that factor into it. So it's not my money. I only care if my team is investing a large chunk of the cap, which pre- prevents them from doing other things. It's right. all this big, you know, pie, right? What cut of the pie are you giving to Derek Carr? And $40 million guaranteed is a lot of, it's a big chunk of the pie. You're giving your starting quarterback, but that's just what the what starting quarterback your gets. Alternatives? That's the, what I always yeah. ask. Like when right. people want to fire the coach, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. Who are you hiring? Like, right. are you going to hire either a really different person or a really, you know, more high profile person? I don't care what those guys make. Like everybody's want to spend other people's money and worry about right. other people's pocket and all this other stuff. It doesn't matter. But like the saints making this move now, it's, it's, it's uh progressive proactive instead of reactive. Well, it doesn't right? before salary, before the, the free agent market opens and it's before the right. franchise tags come out. Exactly. On Thursday. So, I so I understand why, um, I wouldn't, you know, you'll see the tweets probably if Twitter's still working, who the hell knows what's going on with all of that. I don't know, but you'll see the tweets where they'll be like, uh, the odds on the Saints to win a Super Bowl was 40 to 1 before they signed Derek Carr. The odds on the Saints to win a Super Bowl after signing Derek Carr are still 40 to 1. Some books dropped it, but not a lot. Like 35 to 30. Exactly. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. All right. Any problem with what Giannis did last night? This you you texted this to us in our BBB thread, and then I saw a bunch of stuff on it afterwards. Giannis was asked about it after the game. It wasn't a small thing that he literally created a situation for himself to get a triple double at the end of the game by intentionally missing a shot with two seconds left to secure a rebound to get a triple double. Mm-hmm. Going over nine and a half rebounds was the number for Giannis mm-hmm. last night. So if you had under nine. Yeah, a little. This is one of those things we talk about off the air a lot. We talk about it on the show a lot. You're close now. You got a lot of official betting partners. You got a lot of things happening, and you watch a guy at the end of the game go throw it against the backboard, miss it, just grab it, and then go rebound. Will there be books today that will uh, refund it, the triple double prop? If you had it, you, you had under. Well, they'll pay it, won't they? I mean, if you well, they'll I mean, pay all you had, the yeses. If you had a no, if you had a well, no on it, well, it'd be a bad beat, would it not? Oh my gosh! I mean, there's been somebody <laughs> in the thread you sent said there's precedent for the NBA rules or the the official score to take it away, make it a team rebound, not an, an individual rebound, because it was intentional and they didn't do that. So I was waiting for that this morning to have a, a score correction to say we're not going to award Giannis that rebound. It's going to go down as a team rebound. Because he intentionally missed it. I can tell you this from a book standpoint. If they mm. did that, it'd be a damn nightmare. Because then oh, you really? would have to pay. Well, you'd have to pay both sides. Because you grade it that night and grade it. And then they come back the next day and say, oh, no, we're that's really not a triple-double. So everybody that didn't have, you know, that had no on the triple-double or had under in the rebound number technically would file a claim. And then what are you going to do? alienate the customer and say, well, the NBA did it. You're going to push it on them and get them mad at you, or you're going to just pay it. So I don't know. Um, 
again, huh. it doesn't matter to me either way, but I was thinking from the, from the standpoint of like, if we were in the room, like, wait a second, does that, does that mean anything? Oh, oh, that rebound pushed it over. That's this, that's this, that's whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Now we got to check eight different sites yep. to see what the official ruling is. And then we put it through and I saw that's uh worldwide wob, uh, you know, who does an unbelievable job on socials and all those other things said, wait, they have overruled that. And I was thinking, Oh no, Oh no. If they overrule this, we're going to have a lot of questions on our hands. Do you have a problem with it from a, from a yes. basketball standpoint? You do. I knew you. Yes. Would. Go ahead, professor. Tell them why. It's not really, I don't really have a problem with it. It's just, mm. what do we care? I mean, Giannis should be caring about rings, not rebounds. Oh, Oh, like, what are we doing? Like, oh, why boy. stat padding like that is embarrassing from the former oh. MVP. Hmm. You're the best player on the planet. What are you doing? What do you care if you have nine rebounds or 10 rebounds? Are you that insecure? I thought Giannis' whole thing was his mental toughness. He's mentally, he, he, he doesn't listen to the nonsense. He doesn't listen to the garbage. He's just focused on himself and that's it. Like, come on, man. That's a, that's a bad look for a guy at his stature. The boys in the chat said, Chef Benny, I didn't realize that the bench was yelling for him to get one. He did it for the bench. Soft I, on their part as well. Whoa, like, whoa, if, whoa. Like, like, look, if you have a chance to go for 50, you go for 50, right? You chance to go for 60, you go for 60. Giannis getting a triple-double is somehow, like, amazing. That's a big moment for Giannis. Austin, Austin just came in the chat and said the bench all had the over. Yeah, right. Exactly. Fair. That's a very great point. He's probably right. Oh, we all did. They're not betting the over. Why? They're all. They're in DC. There's a goddamn. There's a. There's a, a book, half a block from the from the from the from the. Uh, there's a book they, in the building, sir. In the building. There's the a book, book in the, the building. building. Yeah. It's a book in the building. We've both done the show. That they do out of the. Building. Oh, they're out of there. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right there. I was trying to think. I know the Capitals play there. I know. I was trying to where the, the cap where the the Wizards uh, play there the as well. Play. Yeah. I mean, bad. It's just a bad look all the way around. It's a real bad, bad look. Yeah. All right. We mentioned this with Keith a little bit, but but Boston's now one and three against the Knicks. Double overtime loss. Ooh. The Boston Celtics showed up last night at two thirty in the morning to their hotel in, in, Cleveland? in Cleveland. Yep. Cleveland. I gave you a little flash. I have. I Do you know who's playing game. tonight for Boston? Do I know who's playing tonight for Boston? I do you know? Because I yeah, nobody. Yeah, n- nobody. <laughs> Nobody's playing tonight for Boston. It's eight. They're betting it's everybody. Cleveland mine. It's eight. <laughs> no one's playing. Brogdon's not playing. Horford's not playing. It was two and a half. Yep. No one's playing. <laughs> Boston literally is punting this game. It's just a matter oh. of how many points. You want to put a Hofstra Cleveland money line parlay together? Not a bad bet. Oh, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Why is that bad? We're talking about Hofstra. Hofstra's not Hofstra. losing today. Oh, Hofstra money line, Cleveland money line. Correct. What the hell's that pay? Even money? Let's minus see. eight, That's minus eight. It's a bet that I would make. Uh, let's see. Hofstra money line and Cleveland money line. Minus 133. Okay. So. Are we going to do this chalk parlay bullshit after the Celtics took everybody down on Friday? No. That that was a that fun was little a two bet experiment, I mean, that, and in my team every did it, so favorite one on fucking Friday, except the Boston. Celtics minus eleven, and would have uh, had a hundred and eighty dollars or whatever we would have had yep. going into this Saturday. We could have parlayed John Jones 
with nickel and oh, somebody would've... else. We would have rolled that over with, with something else. It was, it was a monster. And the Celtics went and took it all down. God. I'm, I, I kind of want to start it again. <laughs> I kind of want to do it again. Games are tough today. There's no, this is, I mean, you just well, named Cle- two. Hoster Cleveland at minus 133 is not bad. That's going to win. That's winning. Yeah. So if you if 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 you if you laid, uh, you need a little late night action. The West Coast Conference. We're going to go over there later. I'm going to go to that game. I'm trying to get as many games in this week as I can. Um, at the Orleans, St. Mary's minus seven. You could put them in there against BYU and so San Francisco. You could, the yeah, you could bet like thirty bucks if you bet if you bet thirty bucks on that. That would return twenty two. But if you added, yeah, I mean, look, Gonzaga and St. Mary's are both winning today. There's no question about that. Like it's not even like we're, we're not even debating it. So if you put Gonzaga in there and you put St. Mary's in there, um, where's that game? That would be that's a plus one fifty parlay. My plus one fifty. That's awful. Four leg parlay. Yeah, because Gonzaga is minus fourteen hundred to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I mean, if you take them out, it don't even really add much to it. But it just gives you a little late night sweat for you guys back east. While while the show's actually re airing late, late What? No, it's it, no, 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 no. It's 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 yeah. I guess technically for half an hour. No, for half gone. an hour. No, nine. We're on new. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because eleven thirty Eastern. So yeah, so it's on for an hour and a half. It's all oh, the whole show actually. Twelve to two. Yeah, whole show. Eleven thirty Eastern. So Doing my math in my head. It's no well, it's eight thirty our time write here. Write stuff down when you the, do math. You should not do it in your head. Eight thirty our time. Eleven thirty there. We air at midnight on Sports Grid Eastern Time. Nine p.m. here. I, that's why I was getting confused. So, yes, the whole show is actually you can watch both. You could two screen it if you want. Tyler said he might be coming out. Tyler, you have Again? you already have the number. You know I'll come pick you up. Just tell me when you're coming. Of course I'll pick you up. Yeah, Gonzaga is. Is going to be uh, an interesting game tonight. We have an embedded book. It we'll get to that a little bit later on. Oh, Nuggets are six and a half at home against Toronto with the Raptors at twelve and twenty oh, straight God. up on the road. Yeah, Raptors stink on the road. Yeah, they this do, the, but they'll surprise this is the best, every once in a while. What a game! But this is the best home team in the NBA. Why is it only six? That's what I'm asking you, Mister Bookmaker. What I don't the, get it either. What the hell is going on with this? Listen, 29 and look, they're, they're moving it right now. <laughs> it's moving. The Westgate just went to six. The place down? offshore, the bookmaker place went down? to six right now. They're watching the show. Guys, they're going down? Hit the like why, button. Why is it going down? Hit the subscribe button while you're here. We're helping you do the work. It's coming down. They're taking the dog, P-Roll. Wow. I don't get it. Please they bring took it down. the dog with Memphis. Over the weekend, right? Yeah, they got a house in the fourth quarter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Both at the Clippers and at Denver. Yep. And they were wrong. Yep. They, they, they listen. Sometimes he's they don't like to take their favorites. They love the dogs. They they're twenty nine and four straight. Twenty nine and four. Like it's just a matter of like they're gonna win. No matter how many points are they winning by. Twenty nine and four. Should we put them in the money line parlay? If you added a uh, five legger, my gosh, this could be a fun night. A five leg. I'm only betting 20 bucks on this if we do this. Uh, Cleveland and the, oh, they locked it. Fandu oh, locked shit. Fandu locked People it. People watching lock? the show. Why did Fandu, Fandu locked it? They're watching. Oh, now the it's show back. Too. Now it's back. 235. So that's a plus 257 parlay. Five legger. Oh, we start right back where we came. 
we start right back where we came from. With that, one day we start right back where we were. If you get uh, this a little, right. little, little less, but yes, close to it. I mean, you bet thirty. If you bet thirty, we're right, right back where we are. Yes, I like that bet. Nuggets, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, Cavs, Hofstra. That is some chalky ass shit right there. But that gets <laughs> us right back. The chalky ass. We do chalk parlays. That's what we're, we're doing on the show. Chalk. All right, I'm in. Let's chalk. do it. Thirty bucks. Right. I'm in. Down. I'll make that bet when the show's over. All right. Done. I like that a lot. That works. That's, That'll be fun. See, if I was in a state that actually you could bet on your laptop, because we can't do that here in, in Las Vegas, which I, I appreciate. Oh, they won't I, let you do it? They won't he can't get you on a laptop? You can't bet on laptops in Vegas. No. Why not? They don't it's against the law. Talking about. We used to be able to do that all the time. What book in Vegas allows you to bet on their on their app? Go on the okay, to put the uh not, not on the phone. Not on the phone. On, on an iPad. iPad's an app. On a desktop computer, on a laptop computer, with a browser, you cannot bet with a browser in Vegas. Uh, okay. Mm-mm. You bet with an app. Mm. Apps. I'm not saying I've seen it being done. I, I don't I, know anything about that. I'm not saying I, I, I don't know anything about In Las about Vegas, that. on I'm a not, laptop computer, know. it's being done through an app. I'm asking these questions. Who wanted <laughs> the next thing on the rundown? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, Connor McDavid, we mentioned it, is minus 4,000 to win the MVP. Is this a fair price? Well, yeah, because it should be minus 10,000. Really? How in the hell is he going to lose this? So shouldn't this be in like every single future bet people make, this parlay, just add McDavid MVP then? He's not going to lose this. Impossible. There's no way. He gets if hurt tomorrow. he gets tomorrow, hurt today. He gets hurt tomorrow. He can't, he can't lose they, it. Minus 4,000 means today? over. Yes, they put a night. Yes. Okay, so if he gets hurt, then there's what twenty games left, nineteen games left for Edmonton. Yes. Pasternak cannot win this. No, Pasternak. Why is the second option? What's his price? Plus thirty one hundred. Do you want that? Well, I mean, it's uh, I like it better than minus four thousand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like it better than plus thirty-one to one is way better than one to forty. I understand the price is better, but do you want to bet it? I mean, if McDavid got hurt, yes. I mean, I think it's worth a flyer. Jason Robertson is the next choice. Miko Rantanen. Yep. Jack Hughes. Yep. Nikita Kucherov got benched on Saturday. <laughs> I'd rather bet on Linus. All marked to win the MVP. He's 48 to one. Eh, no, no, They're all pasta, the same price. Pasta. After pasta, every guy's the yeah. same price. They've just given up. They're trying anything they can. Nathan McKinnon looks cool at 100 to one. He can't win it. Nope. Doesn't matter what he does. He's not enough time. Sidney Crosby, 100 to one. My, how the mighty have fallen. Leon Dreisaitl, 100 to 1. All the best players in the league, 100 to 1. Yes, it's a fair price. Go lay it, 4,000 to win 100. I would just include it in every parlay. If you're betting futures, just stick that in there. It's, it could be a better price. And if it's an automatic, as long as he stays healthy, you're, you should be fine with McDavid on that. So the Bruins have won 10 straight games. They're 39 23. They're 39 and 23 on the puck line. They're plus 20 units. Okay. So you heard Keith say this, the refrain now, everyone is saying the president's cup or the president's trophy curse. It is a curse. Do you believe in it? Do you believe in it? 
the players don't even want to touch the trophy when they win it. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you buy? Do you believe it? I've seen it take down many people. <laughs> Detroit Red Ring fans keep on tweeting at me saying, like, you better it's be okay. careful. You better <laughs> be careful. We know what this is like. We've seen this story before. <laughs> We've seen the domination, and then you fall on your face in the playoffs. We've seen this. I'm like, okay, it's possible. Yeah. But your team didn't have cup winners on it like the Boston Bruins do. It's really, you're going to, I mean, People love to give Boston people shit, and you are just really embracing all of it. Oh, I it's love it! So much fun. I love it. Get all. Get, let's go. I'm gonna. I, I, I. If I could get you a President's Trophy replica and just deliver it to your <laughs> house, I would. People I love the picture curses. of me and you at the game, and me pointing to your Boston hat. People put a bubble over what I was thinking because I had to walk through him and I parked the car and walked over together. And two people said, Hey, Bruins. I'm like, they're not playing today. Why are we talking about it? Now we're talking about them and the president's trophy and the curse 20 games to go. I don't, I don't believe in it. You believe in it? No, I don't believe in it. They lose. They lose. I don't believe in it though. All right. Jets and the sharks tonight. Minus two Oh five on the jets. Why? Sharks are awful. I know, but the Jets excessive. This price is excessive. How do you feel about the total in this game? Under six? Over? Really? Yes. Look, did you it's see the tough. Jets last few games? Yeah, but it's difficult when you got Hellebuck in net. Yeah, but Hellebuck has been in net. The games keep going over. First meeting of the year between the Jets and the Sharks was somewhat surprising for two Western Conference teams to first meet this late in the year. How many more games they got against them? Three. There's three total. They play on 3-6, and 4-10. They'll see, they'll see a lot. Uh, so just for like the last over. three games like for the Jets have gone over. Yeah. The last two games for the Sharks have gone over. Right. Four of the last five have gone over. Right. Don't mind the over. No, I don't mind it. Riddich and Net, Addison just said. Uh, okay. Even better. And then they play the over then. Okay. So it's not Hellebuck. Oh man, we got we got people in the chat like Jay Park said that they want the Bruins to lose in the playoffs purely for Matt's reaction and whatever tinfoil hat stuff no. comes up. Sure. Oh. Well, we did fall, they got beat. They get beat, you get beat. But see, oh, the thing about man. it is that Boston, if we if if a Boston team's gonna lose, we'll lose in the cup finals. We won't lose before then. You see so what we'll, we've done. I don't we'll even know the how they made the fucking run down. They're not even <laughs> playing today. And Celtics got the Boston Bruins. Shit. I mean, people are like, oh, the Celtics God. suck. I'm like, do you guys understand what February and March is like in the NBA? They don't oh. care. They're 45 and 20. They don't care. Boston doesn't <laughs> care. They'll lose tonight, 45 and 21. They don't care. Like, there's no, they're just playing out the string. They know they're in the postseason. They know they're going to be one, two, or three seeded. They don't care. Milwaukee's the same thing. They just don't care. Like, Austin Knicks, just came in and said his official parlay is Hofstra, the Cavs, and the Nuggets. That's a I plus like 147 three teamer. I like it. Didn't but even put, involve the West Coast Conference. But game. I would, that's what I mean. Put in Gonzaga and put in St. Mary's. Those two teams are winning today. They're not losing. Right. Not losing. Austin right? says he's not an ad in any more shit. Have he's you talked to your mother yet or about the possibilities of us living at the house for like a whole month and doing the show out of there? If in Boston, Boston and Boston are in the damn cup finals and the NBA finals, yeah. we're going to have to relocate and do all the content <laughs> like for 
at least a week straight with all of the games I, in between. Yeah, I don't know. Like we're, we're, we're talking to some people with this, you know, we get, there's a certain casino in mass in, in Boston. We could go stay at and <laughs> go hang out at, I mean, oh. it's right by the stadium, it's right by TD garden. Take the boat from encore right to the seat, the seaport, take seaport. It's a two minute Uber ride to TD garden on a boat. Yeah. Encore via boat. You don't want to drive through Everett. Everett's not really a good place to drive. Wouldn't recommend it. Is the water choppy? It's the harbor. So it's not like, it's not like open ocean. Oh. So it's, it's okay. The boat's easy. It's beautiful. Okay. Brilliant. It goes right to the Boston Harbor Hotel. It's an absolute brilliant move by Encore to do that. Come up, wow. from, come up from the tea station, get right in the boat, right to the casino. Really? Mm. And it's a really pretty... The way they've done it all up, you come up, you see it at night, it's gorgeous. It looks like it looks like if you put a if the strip was water, that's what it looks like. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool in, way to come Chef in. Chef Benny says BVB does Boston. Can you imagine? It's, oh, I can. <laughs> I can. I can absolutely. I'm all in. Multiple places to do shows from, multiple cities to do shows from. Duck boat. Duck boat parade, baby. Let's do it. Oh man, I love to get you on a duck boat. You on a duck boat would be funny as hell. I've ridden a duck boat in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Have you really? They're awesome. They're duck they're fantastic. Parade. They did a duck boat tour in Pittsburgh. Awesome. I went on it. I was this is fantastic. You're driving down Liberty Avenue in Pittsburgh in a duck boat. Then we went around the corner and down the road, and we got in the water. And I was like, "Whoa, what the hell is happening right now?" The kids were like, "Daddy, is this okay?" I said, it's "So fun." He said, "It's okay." Yeah. Amphibious fun things. Chef Benny uh, said he has his boating license. Uh, would you put? <laughs> would you let Chef Benny drive the boat? Yes, I would. Yeah, I trust him. Vancouver and Nashville. Who wins tonight? Seriously? We got to pick a winner in this one? This is I a gotta, complete coin flip. Because I, I got games. I got bets into the game. You like under? Was yeah. this one of the typos you talked about in the, in the text <laughs> with Farah? You put no. under after this game? You don't like it? Hell no. Okay. This should be six and a half. Why is this only six? Three, six, listen nine. to the show now. Watch somebody move his shit to six and a half while we're on the show. I'm going to go. Is first. it six and a half now? No, it's uh, six flat. Oh, but six. Yeah, okay. DraftKings just went to six over a quarter. Perry Yudakis is probably watching the show. It said, <laughs> David, Matt just said over. Boom! Right to the over. Six over I don't a know. Quarter. I, I think it could go under. You do? Yeah. Nashville doesn't score very much. You know it's Vancouver, right? I do, but it could be 3-1, three, 3-2, one, three, two, four, two. Three one. I'm not betting it. I'm just saying I, I lean towards that way. Uh, oh, okay. House we could crash at too if we go to to Boston. It definitely wouldn't be Edlo. Edlo would, cha- Edlo would change the locks. I think if we asked no. Emerson if we could sleep we could with sleep the in dogs, Emerson's house. Absolutely, hundred percent. Emerson yeah. would welcome us immediately. And, he, and Emerson's in the city, like to go to. We said stay we could Jules. walk the shit. Yes, Jules's house is a hour drive. <laughs> Jules is oh. far, but Edlo's. Prime time, prime spot, back bay, baby. Oh yeah. Cool. He, Emerson probably got no food in the house though, because they said he eats at the at the joint that, all the time. That's, that's true. okay. No, he doesn't. Yeah. You know where to go down there though. We'll find. Oh yeah. And eat, back so. bay, you got multiple restaurants. We Hello. Some of my favorite places in the city are in back bay. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Be, be a ton of fun. Excellent. Vancouver. Oh, sorry. Uh, number seventeen, St. Mary's is laying six and a half against BYU here tonight in Vegas. You said you may go to these games. Yep. 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 St. Mary's to cover. Oh, um, St. Mary's to not cover. This is a cover. Is it not? 
I'm asking. Which game is a test? Is either game a test? These semifinal games? Because they're BYU, playing tomorrow. I, I think BYU could push St. Mary's. Not hard, but I think they could push them. First half? I mean, Ken Palm First loves St. Mary's. They, they love St. Mary's right now is the number seven team in the country, according to Ken Palm. In the country? In the country. Ken Palm loves St. Mary's. Like, just is obsessed. They have this as an eight-point win over, B, over BYU. Point and a half higher than the market. Does, 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 uh, does Ken Palm adjust for the... Neutral? No. No. So this is is this considered a home team for home game for Kent for yes St. Mary's by that number because it is basically I mean there might be some BYU fans there because there's a lot of BYU people here in Nevada and have Vegas. you ever gone to this to what the West Coast Conference yeah yes the tournament over at the Orleans yes but for a Gonzaga game and it's uh, all Zag fans it might as well we might as well be in uh, Spokane in Gonzaga. what Spokane yeah. Washington like yeah they come. Whether they come on Saturday or they come, no, on they all Sunday. come tomorrow. They all come Sunday. They all land on Sunday. They do all their fun sightseeing stuff on Sunday. Monday, they'll go to the St. Mary's game and boo St. Mary's, and then stay for their game. And then Tuesday, championship game, Gonzaga against St. Mary's. I think a lot of them came on Saturday and okay, and, and, or early Sunday morning. And they do the whole tourist thing or yeah. whatever they do on Sunday because they know there ain't no game. There was no games yesterday. In the West Coast Conference. Because of BYU. Yep. Right. So they got this thing on lock. I mean, this is planned. But <laughs> yeah. you go over there. I took the kids the first time, and they were little. We ended up leaving with a little bulldog. We ended nice. up leaving with a Gonzaga basketball. Nice. Basketball. So from that, and it was rocking. I mean, like, this was. Yep. They, they got mad, though, when you cheered for the other team. Oh, yeah, of they, course. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. very territorial. They were very yeah. not happy with people that were cheering for the other side. Uh-huh. So you like BYU tonight or you like St. Mary's? St. Mary's. I do too. Gonzaga's laying 14 and a half. It was 15 and a half last night against San Francisco. Yes. We need this to get is... the dog money, sir. We need to get the dog money. Has there been okay. a better first half basketball team scoring wise than Gonzaga recently? Have you looked at their first half scores? Have you no, seen what they've done to people? Yes. I mean, yeah. in terms of what they're doing, I mean, scoring, winning, but they're only eight and eight ATS in conference. It's a surprising number for Gonzaga. Seven yeah, and three over the last 10. I was going to say, look at their last five. Look yeah, at their been, last Oh, 10. no, they've been rolling. 39 points over Chicago State, nine points over St. Mary's, 25 over San Diego, 43 over Mount St. Mary's, 18 over San Francisco, 18 over Santa Clara. That loss to St. Mary's back on the 4th of February was the last time that they lost, and it really made them mad. They've reeled off seven straight wins since that. Seven straight wins and some, straight up. some big blowouts. Uh, blowouts. Oh, they're scoring. I mean, this is we'll get one better to book it, but they're yeah. scoring a stupid amount of points. 104, 77, yeah. 97, 97, yeah. 108, 88, 99 since the loss. What's your team total? Um, I couldn't find it last night. It was no, no one had it up. Nobody wanted to put it up. Yeah, nobody put it out. Gonzaga team total over is a great bet today. Yeah, it's like betting football Alabama first half. It's yeah. Kind of just a you know formality, just to hold your um, money. Let's um, see. Can you t- 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 team props? Gonzaga team 91. total. 88 and a half. Whew. 
Okay. I would have put it at 90 and a half and said, are we going to score 91? That would have been. So maybe they got under bets. That's good. Because San Francisco is only 72.5. Huh. Right. So 88 and 72 is 160 and a half. No, no, no. Tells what? 160 and a half. Yeah, but the, the spread is 15, is 14 and a half. So 88 and a half and 72 and a half is 16. Right. <laughs> but that should be the number. It's not. Because the bots like the dog. <laughs> That's my point. It's, they like the bet. I, I was adding it up going, that doesn't add up to 14 and a half. Why it's is so the line 14 and a half? To, you do the thing where you look up yeah. in here and I can see your brain going. He's <laughs> yeah. doing the numbers. He's doing the math in his head. Because that doesn't make any sense. It's like, wait a minute. why That doesn't add adds up to 160 and a half, but that doesn't add up to. 14 and a half. There's no, a 16 point margin, but the spread's 14 and a half. So it doesn't click. It doesn't. Sometimes there's some broken things on the way to get the line. The line doesn't so, always have all the circuits working. To so get then to I the would right lay line. Gonzaga. Now you've come to the right conclusion. <laughs> I would take it took Gonzaga. all of that yes. to get to the lay it part of this. Game. Yeah. Lay Good the luck, points. Dons. Good luck. 80, I'll go over 88 and a half team total and lay the points as well. On Gonzaga. Yeah. All right. Uh, one quick one here, because you've talked it all. You, you and I both have talked a lot about just how overwhelming now that cannabis is legal in here in Nevada, that it's become casinos in Vegas are somewhat oppressive. There's a real push to outlaw smoking in the country in casinos. And Nevada is having to have a very big conversation about it. Could you ever see a citywide ban on smoking in casinos in Vegas? I've been here 20 years. My mother-in-law, father-in-law, mm-hmm. father-in-law, Papap has stopped because the doctor told him, you can keep smoking and not be alive, or you can <laughs> stop smoking and be alive. And it was pretty simple. He finally yep. said, I like being alive over, yep. over smoking. So I'm good. He's, he's stopped, but good. Um, there's a lot of people to gamble and smoke. That's a two-team parlay. They can't do one without the other. But the stats actually say the opposite. The number one casino in Pennsylvania, Parks, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is non-smoking. Uh-huh. They do the, the most handle of anybody in any, any casino in the entire state of Pennsylvania. You cannot smoke in it. And it will take time, but I think it could happen. Mm. It's going to take somebody going out on a limb here just like they did with the parking. Right. And take all the heat. And then someone's going to go, wait a second. They survived it and they're making, they're making money from it. People that don't want to deal with the smoke will find out, seek out a place to go, do whatever form of gambling that they do. If they don't want to be around the smoke, we saw it in the sports books. Right. CG was the first one that said all of our books are non-smoking. We took wow. nothing but shit for that. Even like five years later, guys would come in from out of town and went, hey, I want to smoke. Well, you have to do it over there. Wait, I want to I want to sit here and play games and also, okay, you can go over there and smoke and then come back and sit and not smoke. It it's it it helped save my life. I worked at a book right. before that was smoking. People would come up with smoke cigars and cigarettes in your face and blow the smoke and then give you their bet. 
And he'd be like, man, can you please, I used to beg the people, can you make it so they can't smoke at the counter? Can right. Can start there? And they actually did that. Oh, so we started nice. that and then other books did it. Um, but I mean, we were walking through the casino parts of, we weren't just in books while we were, but it's strong in the places. Is it not? Cannabis or cigarette? All of it. All of it strong. Yes. Cannabis is very strong because they, people do it in the parking garages because they don't have the consumption rooms open yet. And that's coming and that'll hopefully limit it a little bit, but it won't take it away dramatically because the smoking fine in your hotel room is exu- it, it's outstanding. Is it excessive? It's, is it extra? 500 bucks. Well, that makes you angry. If you've got to oh, pay 500 for getting caught yeah, smoking yeah. that's annoying as hell is it not yeah. if I'm, a, you, I'm not a smoker but i, I mean that would piss you off would it not? i've seen 250 to 500 bucks room service charge you if you smoke anything in your room so it gets them you know it's it's but it has lots to do with cannabis obviously and smoking in, in your room with cannabis but it also with cigarette smoke too so it's a it's a very interesting thing to watch i i think you're right i think it needs to be one like caesars or mgm somebody of the multiple locations here in vegas because there are some one-offs that I think the park is non-smoking. There are some smaller casinos that are are non-smoking, but like you on need the a whole strip? group. Yeah, I think the park is non-smoking. Wow. Yeah, but there aren't many of them in around that that have full-blown you can't smoke on property. Period. Type of type of law or rule. But it's being. I mean, around the country, smoking in casinos could be a thing of the past. I don't know if Nevada is going to follow suit, but it's looking more and more likely that. You're going to see, like, you can't smoke at Encore. I don't believe in Boston. I don't, th- I don't think you can smoke there. So, at all inside? Yeah, I don't think you can smoke at all. I might be wrong wow. about that, but I don't we'll think have so. To get somebody in the chat to tell us. Um, ask the chef Benny's been there a lot. He asked our friend, he- our friend Richard Schutz is doing some serious like writing and discussing oh, cool. at the different places that he goes about the danger of, you know, problem gambling, right? Versus smoking in a casino. In comparing the two, because people talk about, you know, the gambling is a real issue. Right. Allowing people to smoke in a closed smoke in filled casino is worse. In 2023. For customers, players, for everybody. It's 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 really interesting stuff. It's phenomenal. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow on a Tuesday. We got better than booking coming for you guys who are on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move for BVP. Yeah. All right. Better to book a time. Do. Over seven, Buffalo, Edmonton, minus 125. I laid the juice and yes. just took, bet the bullet. Oilers are 22 and nine on the road to the over, eight and two to the over on the road. Sabres 19 and 11 at home to the over. I haven't seen if it's Comrie or it's going to be Lucan. It doesn't matter. They're both 3.67 at home or 4.08 goals against at home. Jack Campbell is supposed to be in net for Edmonton. 3.8 goals against on the road. He's given up 16 goals in his last three games. Over? (laughs) We're betting over. I I mean, I'm good with it. (laughs) Seven. Not worried. This might be over. Nine. Both both teams scoring three. How are both teams not scoring three? That gets us a push. I agree. Or no good. It's an over because it's three, three is seven. So it's a push. And then yeah, so it's a push push. Uh, flames and the stars. Yep. Flames are reeling stars at home. Very good. I'm going with, 
a team that's won three in a row in 17, eight and eight straight up at home Four of the last five, one overall for Dallas Calgary's lost five in a row. They're 12, 10 and 10 on the road. Stars money line stars beat the avalanche seven, three in their last game. Ottinger's net well, um, Ottinger's 16 and four straight up at home stars money line. Did you say the under is 16 and four? No. Ottinger's record straight up is 16. Oh, Ottinger, Ottinger. I thought you said under. Sorry, Ottinger's um, 16 and four. Yeah, this is, I'm surprised this is this low. Right. Like, doesn't, does, does, um, does Calgary have something head to head against Dallas? Do they beat them more often than they don't? If they have they beaten them multiple times this season? There's something up why this line is, is higher. People low. aren't, they don't trust. Dallas. They have played, it was 6-5 Flames in the first meeting at Dallas back on the 14th of January. 6-5 Flames at Dallas? Uh-huh. Game went over uh-huh. and Calgary won. Uh-huh. That's not happening tonight. <laughs> not since the way, you know, it's now uh-huh. minus 135 at certain books. It's up a, a you know, 10 cents. Right. From the, the opener. Yeah, let's, I just I, I think stars are playing really, really well right now. And Calgary is one of these teams that I'm now there's like six teams that I'm eyeballing right now that I'm going to really start to fade on, yeah. the, on, on on money lines. Columbus, Chicago, Arizona, Anaheim, San Jose, Vancouver, Calgary. Oh, teams that have nothing to Calgary play for. made the list. For yeah, you? Calgary, Calgary's one. Yeah, Calgary's they're two, five and three over their last 10 games. They've lost five. Uh oh. He froze. Uh-oh. Snap your fingers. Hey, back. Hey. I am back. Hello. Sorry. Frost. Are you Sorry. back? Frost. Yeah. I'm okay. Back. All right. Um, so, so I'm I looking. Mean, it, it's it's crazy because the two places in town have come down, but the places nationally are still at 140 and 135. Okay. So the opener was higher. makes perfect sense. It's come down at a couple places. You must have caught an opener here in town that was lower. Yes. Circa last night. Ah, uh, okay. Circa was minus one twenty six last night. Okay. What's Circa at now one twenty nine. Up at three cents. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Still, still the lowest in the market. Oh, okay. So they're searching for some Dallas money. Interesting, like you would say. Interesting. And then finally, uh, we're going over one sixty with Gonzaga and San Francisco tonight. I know one sixty is a inflection point Gonzaga is an absolute yes wagon they are they've hit they've gone over eight consecutive games Mm. they're eight and two to the over they're they are 10 and six in conference in San Francisco scores they're nine and nine San Francisco scored 93 and 80 in their last two games in this tournament they they, they like this building do we get enough from San Francisco in this game yes Gonzaga's defense is not good they just outscore people like crazy. <laughs> so we got to get, are we getting that? Are we getting 90 from the yes. Zags? I just need 70 points out of San Francisco. Their team total right. set at 72 and a half. Man, this is going to be so close. This is going to be a sweat down to the I end. This would be a reason to so. stay late. I don't How think many so. points are they going to score? I don't think so. This the game what finishes they, in the one sixties. It's going to be one sixty six or one sixty seven. So when when these two, to so when 70. these teams when these teams played on the 9th of February, yeah, 
Gonzaga scored 99 points. Okay. San Fran scored 81 points. Oh, went over by 20, went over by 24 points. Flew 97 over. to 81 is 178. It was no, it was 99. 99 to uh 81 to 81. Yeah. 156 so was the total. Yeah, 156 was the total in that game. Damn. Flew, flew over by 24 points. Okay. I mean, if we get over 90, we're good. Remember, this is this good. is the team. Uh, I've got, I can't where SoCal DGen has the numbers, but Gonzaga's played of totals of 160 or higher. Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's played in like 10 of them, and they've covered in like seven of them. Gone over. Yeah, over 160. It's a they're high like, number, man. We talked about that. Only yeah, one they're like the number the one games all season have been 160 or higher, and more games went under than over, but the Zags have been a one team that's been helping those games go over. Yeah, he said um, I'll ride so with it. he's gone with, let's see. So what he said to us, there were, this was a while ago, but Gonzaga has eight of the games. Somebody's getting a hold of me. Somebody wants a title shot with Pete Raw right now. He looks so good with his head. Got his hair cut on Saturday night before we went to the fight. <laughs> oh, he's back. You're back. Okay. Not me. Not me. There you go. Gonzaga had eight of the 77 games. Okay. Now, now they'll have Did they go over? nine. Uh, he didn't say the, he didn't say Gonzaga's records because we weren't talking about Gonzaga, but the over had been, the over is 28 and one. So. Wow. Okay. In the, so like it's been Pepperdine who is now out, but Gonzaga and Pepperdine have been the two monster over teams in the West Coast Conference. Right. Pepperdine, it's, the last game didn't gone. go over. No, it did. The last one, it was 160. It didn't go over, did it? It lost to Pacific. Oh, I bet. Sorry, I bet the under. Sorry, I bet the under that game. Yeah. Sorry, I bet the under. I hit. It went under. Sorry. Yeah, we're not under. But that, yeah. uh, that was based on principle. First game. Thursday I like night. first half over myself. Okay. I think I feel better about that. In case we get into like, Silly time at the end, and the game falls. First game, they're fired up in a tournament. All these people come in. It's a coronation game. Blow their doors. It off is for, for the Zags. They could, what if they score? Hundred. They score ninety two. Oh, that would be fun. The score hundred. Okay. Right. Zags. Zags score hundred. Game goes over. Zags team total goes over, and they cover. Would be the three mm. bets I'd make on that game. If you want to stay up really late, eleven thirty Eastern time. Wow. Yeah, really, really late. Boys in the chat are finding some hockey totals, alternative totals for the Edmonton game. <laughs> eight, nine. <laughs> over eight and a half plus 180, over nine and a half plus 380. Not Auto's horrible. up to some stuff right now, by the way. He's not horrible. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? So two things. I teased the uh, the bathroom story. I'm going to tell that in a second <laughs> because that was my favorite thing. My favorite thing about today is – this group of people we call the brigade and the different things and engagements that we've had with people. Um, and Chris auto, who we had on the show at PSU auto on the Twitter and in the discord and all the other stuff doing all kind of work with the first period, second period, hockey totals sent me a tremendous text that he got recognized for being a coach that a kid will remember. Wow. And this parent Congrats. gave him some recognition um, and thanked him on yeah. social media for helping out her daughter. He coaches girls basketball and girls softball. 
both of which are close to my heart because I have all daughters as well and all the girl dads can relate, but coaches in general. Be someone that the kid is going to remember the rest of their life every time you do it. Um, and you may not see the results right away. And whether the team wins or loses, it's important in the moment, but it's not important in the grand scheme of things. Which brings me to my second best thing about today. Two things happened while we were doing our thing on Saturday and on Sunday. But Saturday was kind of cool because we were credentialed media. And we got to meet a lot of people, one of which was your former student. What oh, yeah. was his Miguel. name? Miguel. A kid says hello to him, and he's in front of me, and they start talking. And then he tells me that, yeah, that kid was one of my students. So in one of my trips back to the food, I got to talk to Miguel. And I said, hey, Miguel, seriously, was he a good professor? As, as he says he was, because he tells you he's a really good professor. And he's like, no, man, he was good. He was good. And this is a kid who's now working full-time in media for the UFC. And it was fun to see that oh. come to fruition. Like, kid's dressed up in his suit, his beard's perfectly shaven. Like, he's he's doing the thing. He's a young I mean, kid. He was in, well, when he was taking my class, he told me that he was applying for an internship with the UFC, asked me for some help. Megan O'Levy spoke to my class. She speaks once a year, came in and spoke and Miguel talked to Megan and just like exchanged phone numbers. Just how the world works. He got, a, he got an internship with them. He busted his tail, worked his butt off. And now he's a full-time PR person in the media relations department. Hustling, running around like a chicken with his head cut off, making sure everybody's got what they need, us included, yep. but everybody in general. That was awesome. It was awesome to see and awesome to talk to. But the last thing is the bathroom story. So all of this is going on. And like, I mean, we ate before we went to the fights. We came in after we had Chick-fil-A after they gave everybody Chick-fil-A. It was, it was a dream for me. I was like, this is the best incredible. thing about the weekend, everybody, is that Dave, like watching Dave realize what the media gets. It was just phenomenal. All these people like, how can you be complaining about this stuff? Like, you know, we got to see Adam Hill and a Ross yeah. cause like all it's these people. It's certainly funny because Dave's like, wait, the, the, there's food. I'm like, yeah, there's post fight food. What? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah they brought <laughs> bags and yeah. bags of spicy chicken sandwiches and waffle yeah. chips and all this. Stuff. I'm like, no wonder why the guys at the media got to yes. go to the gym and work out. All they yes. do is feed you. And then yes. you sit and watch and talk to these people. Correct. But of the many drinks of water and Diet Coke that I had, I had to go to the bathroom. And at the media tent, the bathroom is like a porta potty outside. Yeah. Before you actually Scooped go to up the nicer version of one. Yeah. Right. It's a trailer, but it's it's yeah. a trailer. It's a trailer. That's what it is. It's a, it's yeah. not a porta potty. It's a big trailer. It's nice. Yeah. But I go in to the men's and I'm in there by myself. So it's quiet. And I hear him talking outside. And I'm like, you know, I knew he was waiting or he had gone first. That's right. You had yeah. gone first. And there was another guy waiting and they start talking and that guy goes, oh yeah, I'm from Boston. I'm here. And I go, and I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> and I, and I go, wait a second. That wasn't Peralt's voice. There's a guy from Boston outside right now before we go in. This can't be. And so I finished my business and doing what I'm doing, wash my hands. I go outside. And this guy's talking to him and I go, wait, excuse me, what's your name? And he's like, TJ. I said, TJ, are you, you really from Boston? 
<laughs> and he goes, yeah, man, I do this. I do that. He's, I for, I apologize to Orlando. TJ, TJ Orlando. In, no, he, no, he lives in Orlando. He, he lives, lives in Orlando now, but he does sports television work or sports radio work or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was uh-huh. here in town covering ESPN the event. Affili- yeah, ESPN affiliate in Florida covering the UFC. Yep. And I go, you really from Boston? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm from, you know, I went to here on uh, high school. Yep. And these two start talking about Boston. And I go, listen, it was nice to meet you. Follow the show. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We're going to mention this encounter on the show. But I can't have more Boston people in my life. I said, so it was hilarious. It was That's fun. Awesome. And I was like, the Boston thing is real. Like, it's just it's spreading everywhere. Wildfire. It was great. It was fun. Perhaps, so that, that was my favorite thing about today. Is it recounting the stories? Oh many- my! But what? Dave, your nightmare. The NBA has rescinded Giannis Antetokounmpo's tenth rebound from last night. Right now, right now, told you it. <laughs> One of our brigade members just tagged us on Twitter. <laughs> the NBA has rescinded Giannis's tenth rebound. You know what the best thing about that is? What? You're not in the risk room. I'm not in a room right now <laughs> answering the damn phone calls and the light up emails and all this other stuff. You customer service people that watch the show and enjoy the show again. Thank you for doing so. Um, I'm going to go to lunch after we hang up and I won't have to answer any of these questions. <laughs> this is fucking believable. Oh That's my phenomenal. God. Um, my favorite thing about today. One, the whole weekend was, was awesome. Two was you in the media experiencing the media and just like watching this was it's a great reminder for me because i've been doing it for so long it's awesome to know that it is still cool for a lot of people who walk in for the first time and go wait that and that and that like yes <laughs> so yeah. go ahead it's yeah. all you go crazy yeah. have fun so it was a really fun weekend the game was awesome my thanks to bet fred and the guys that had us out there to do that yeah. we had a really good good time at the suite this morning i got an email so it is currently the 6th of March. We yes. are in the countdown period to the Taylor Swift concert on February, sorry, on March 24th, Friday, March 24th. Nissan sends me an email and says, Matt, we're sending you a Taylor Swift Lavender Haze vehicle to take your daughter <laughs> to the concert. I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, we got something special that your daughter's going to really like. Nissan and Taylor Swift, I guess, have done something. So I'm getting a Taylor Swift Nissan vehicle to take to the show coming up on March 24th. That's my favorite thing about today. Get an email. You're going to have to either come over or I'll come over and let little Consig see it and all this other stuff. <laughs> because that was fun. You coming to pick me up and um, driving down together in the car. Yeah. And I, I, I was laughing while you were driving. Not that you're a very good driver, by the way. You drive oh, a little you. fast, but it was all controlled. I drive fast, yes. Yeah, but... um. You're like, yeah, I get I get one of these every week, a different one every every single week. I'm like, yeah, this is what we gotta get. We this is Kinsig was like, you gotta talk to P Raw and figure out how to get the car thing. Cause she let's loves wheels. The new car. Of course. So, That's why at least every car yeah. I own personally. I love new yeah. cars, but let's talk wheels. It's, it's, let's talk we'll wheels. We'll do the Dave component of let's talk wheels to get car reviews going Perfect. and rolling. And rolling. Fellas, again, and ladies, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Hit the like button, subscribe button. We're back for a Tuesday. We got good guests lined up this week. You guys are going to have some fun. We got some big ones coming in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thanks to Irizarry for joining us. Yeah, today. he was awesome. Thank you for Keith. He was great for Irizarry to come in from NHL Network and MLB Network. Dave, Matt, Farah back tomorrow for a Monday or Tuesdays. Tuesday. Tuesday.